0: Podcast, a fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. I'm Tammy. And, and we have no Will. What Tammy? <laughs> Tammy, where's Will? What What could he be doing right now? Right at this very second? That's
1: more important he's, he's, than recording. He's doing something that you and I wish we were doing as well. He's just taking yeah. pictures and hanging out with David Tennant. <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm so
0: jealous. Like. He's just hanging out with Kilgrave. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Like, I'd like to say he's doing it on behalf of Defenders Podcast, like he's going undercover, but no, he's just hanging out with David Tennant in his (laughs) everyday life. So we thought, who have we got that is as awesome as Will? I mean, it was hard because Will's pretty awesome, but then we realised we could bring on. The equally awesome Nutty as our guest.
2: Woo. Nice. Hi, uh, you I'm going to talk really low so that you don't miss Will too much. <laughs> oh, <well.
1: laughs> Did that work? Yeah. It was, it was like a was Will impression? <laughs> like he was right here with us. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> now, all you have to do is shave your head. Well, I have I, I, ha- I've done it. <laughs> the underside is shaved. Does that count? Sure, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're back for Iron Fist. Thanks for coming on, Nutty. Thank you for having me. This is fun being Mm -hmm. on uh, the inaugural episode.
0: The inaugural Iron Fist. Yes.
2: Uh, Had to to watch them fast.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I watched them on uh, Friday, as I always do, like two days ago. Um, Oh, it made such a difference there being 10 episodes instead of 13. I was like, oh, I have time to kill. (laughs) Like, usually... I get up, I watch the episodes, I go to bed. But I actually uh, had a few hours left uh, this time. And we'll get into more, I guess, later, whether we think 10 episodes is better than 13. But I'm going to say I think so. Do this in the future, please, show.
2: (laughs) I I have seen um, positive reactions for the whole series. I stopped it too. But Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of positive reactions. So that makes me really happy uh when when I was talking to tech about it I said I'm gonna watch the first two episodes without you you can decide if you want to watch the rest with me or not I'll give you an idea of how they taste uh but, but it can't be any worse right
0: exactly. it's true <laughs> although we didn't hate season no, one I, I didn't hate either but yeah. like there was a lot of stuff I mean maybe it's because we're not that familiar with the character like I know there's a lot of stuff that frustrated fans of Iron fist like all the boardroom stuff and everything, and I can imagine like if it was a character that I really cared about, like Daredevil, when there was a lot of stuff that you know just wasn't grey, I would be kind of upset as well.
2: I, I mean, we had Ward and Kyle and you know Colleen. I think there were two big problems with the first season. Number one, they put way too many episodes. Number two, pacing, and number three. They didn't use their regular crew, and they got the, the B or the C team for everything. Yeah, Scott, Scott. Buck.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to blame Scott Buck a bit, only because his track record, yeah. Dexter Iron Fist yep. in Humans, I'm like, something going on here, dude.
2: I blame Scott Buck because he has this idea of trying to put family into his shows and twisting it, not understanding what family means. But oh, really? yeah yeah the, the, some of the things that he brought into Dexter, and I was just like, oh no, just ah oh.
0: I've heard he's a guy you go to. I was reading um was I re- no I was watching a video about the inhuman series the other day and it was quite interesting. it was going into the whole problems with it and the backstory of it, at Marvel and it was all tied in with um, a change of of um, you know people who are quite high up in Marvel and all this kind of thing. And um, it basically said in it that apparently Scott Buck is known as someone who you get on board if you want something to be done cheap and fast. So I was like, well, that makes sense if they were having, they wanted to get Iron Fist just done, you know, so it makes sense. And that's um,
2: that's the problem with season one of Iron Fist is they didn't care enough to mm -hmm. give it any time. They were like, well, we got to get it done so we can do Defenders. And so, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad you um, stopped to episode two, because then I don't have to ask you my next question, Natty, so that's good. Uh, so, <laughs> my first, uh, I have a few bits of news. My first bit of news is, oh my god, Will is with David Tennant right now. Uh, <laughs> i very jealous. That's my first bit of news. Um, the second bit of news is we have our first teaser for Daredevil season three. Uh-oh. Now, you may not have seen it, guys, because it is right at the end of Iron Fist season two. However, if you would like to look it up online, it will not spoil you on anything. Yeah, I. It's, it's I very very the, short.
1: I read the description, so I didn't physically watch it. I just read everything that happened in it. And so yeah.
0: <laughs> it's more of a, a voiceover. than yeah. Really anything on screen? So. Yeah, yeah. So that's very exciting. So hopefully, we're going to get a release date at some point um in other news uh i thought this was interesting so i made a note of it so there was a whole thing about the um uh the with the oscars they were going to introduce the category of popular movie a while ago and it was seen by a lot of people that this was a way that they were going to honor films such as black panther um and star wars that were you know not going to get nominations for Best Picture and everything to somehow, you know, give them an Oscar. And there was a massive backlash against the Academy for this because people were like, well, why can't these films be um, recognised in those categories as, like, Best Film? Why do you have to do this kind mm-hmm. of conciliatory, I guess, category? I guess it's the same thing when Lord of the Rings came out because whether you like the lord of the rings films or not they were a massive technical uh, achievement and they were really well directed and put together and you know everything like that but there was no um nominations for them until return of the king and then it kind of felt like they sort of had to um so yeah so they've now decided to scrap that that plan of the um popular movie category um they could apparently bring it back but because of the backlash they've decided not to do it
2: yeah i i I kind of agree. Uh, one of my big problems with uh, awards shows uh, are that mm-hmm. they, well, there's many problems I have, but uh, <laughs> it's about the consideration, you know, it's for your consideration is the idea. And the mm-hmm. academies refuse to consider sci-fi, fantasy, spec fic, mm-hmm. uh, anything uh, uh, as noteworthy, and they will not even consider it. So they completely <laughs> ignore tons of movies Mm -hmm. that could really well deserve. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, um,
0: like, for instance, I think um, uh, I think Toni Collette is absolutely fantastic this year in uh, Hereditary. I don't think she'll get a nomination for it because it's a horror film, um, which sucks because she is really good in that film. Um, And it didn't always used to be that way because you used to have films like, you know, Ruth Gordon won um, won an Oscar
2: for Rosemary's Baby. Which and is a horror film. I think uh, Tony Hopkins was uh, at least yeah. nominated for Hannibal Lecter.
0: Oh, yeah. he No, he, uh, the uh, Silence of the Lambs was one of the few films in history that's yeah. won the big five Oscars, which I think is Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Director, Best Film and Best Script, I think.
2: Yeah, it does deserve um, it. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, yeah, but, you know, it'll be interesting to see if because they're not doing this, they're going to be more open to to nominating films that you know audiences and critics love um, probably, rather than just going oh eh, well here's your kind of So it'll be,
2: it'll be more than just nazi period pieces and uh <laughs> movies about hollywood or the creative process
0: yes yes exactly <laughs> oh man uh and then the last bit of news there was a entertainment weekly article about captain marvel did you yes. guys see this yeah oh, i thought i so excited yeah i'm so excited like man their de-aging of actors marvel is incredible like the photo of samuel L. jackson where he's de-aged yeah like and if you saw ant-man and the wasp they de-aged michael douglas and michelle pfeiffer in it that cgi is amazing <laughs> like that
2: blew me away well, they even um, did it in um yeah, in Ant Man and the Wasp. I mean, it was just like yeah, yeah. And it didn't feel creepy. No, like well, it, even in it, like it was C- no...
0: uh, Civil War when they did Robert Downey Jr. and made him look like twenty, and you know we remember what he looked like mm-hmm. when he was like super young when he's in like Tough Turf and all those films. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. And it, yeah, it didn't look creepy at all. It didn't have that effect of when they did um, Peter Cushing in the Last Jedi. You know, it actually yeah. and I guess it's easy because they have a performance to base it on. But, yeah, it's just it's just amazing. When they do Kurt Russell in um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, it was it was amazing. Sorry that that kind of stood out to me. But also, obviously, Captain Marvel. I'm so excited because this film looks amazing and it's set in the 90s. And apparently it's going to kind of honor 90s films like Terminator and Total Recall.
2: Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, um, which is very cool. I keep forgetting who is playing Carol Danvers and then I remember oh it's Brie Larson and I I became a fan of hers from uh, United States of Terror. Oh, she plays I didn't the know daughter. She plays the daughter. And um I was like wow okay this, this this kid can act and then she's gone on to do other things but I I never get to watch her movies. Because I'm just not interested.
0: <laughs> but um... I saw her in something the other day, which was train wrecked, and she was Amy Schumer's sister in that. Oh, um, yeah. and she was okay, but she didn't have a big role. I'm not gonna lie; I mainly watched that film because Bill Hader was in it. I'm not a big Amy Schumer fan. Tammy knows about. <laughs> Bill Hader, yeah. Tammy, I've told about a certain dream I had recently. <laughs> um, actually,
1: if you listen to the last Calavici Fashioncast, that dream is still in the podcast. Is it? it oh, nice. Was, Thank uh, you. It was recorded, <laughs> and I edited. Yep. I edited. Well, in.
0: thanks, Tammy. No I mean, bro. you can listen to that and find out that I will never be able to marry Bill Hader because. Um, basically, I found out in my dream. I can never marry Bill Hader because I have nothing to wear to the Emmys. This is what my dream revealed to me. That's so if he ever asks, I'm going to say no. I'm sorry, I haven't got anything to wear to the Emmys. Problem solved. Problem solved. <laughs> exactly. Your jewel it's costume. Not be. <laughs> I could wear my jewel costume <laughs> if I could still fit into it. <laughs> anyway, in a last bit of sort of news, guys. I have an exciting thing for you. <laughs> she says, not at all sarcastically. <laughs> oh, boy. I was on Den of Geek earlier looking for um, Easter eggs, and I found a page called Marvel Netflix Quiz. How well do you know Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and Iron Fist?
3: Oh, boy. I oh,
0: thought, God. <laughs> as we're going into Iron Fist, I thought, I'm going to test uh, two of our... Our loyal listeners, because before you were um, a, a co-host, Tammy, you were a listener. Yeah, Nutty has been with us <coughs> since the start. I'm not going to lie, I did this quiz earlier. I got <laughs> 100. <So, laughs> percent oh Well, I would hope so, Claire. <laughs> so it's going to be it's going to be a bit speedy, guys, and it's multiple choice. That's so a bit easier. Okay, are you ready? So whoever knows the answer, just shout it out, and you can be a team together. Yeah,
2: okay. True. Okay. All
0: right. <laughs> okay. Question. Okay. Question one. What was the name of Matt Murdoch's boxer father? Number one, Mac Murdoch. Jack Murdoch. Number two, Jack (laughs) (laughs) Murdoch.
4: Number three,
0: okay. (laughs) Correct! (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. I don't have my bell anymore. I wish I did because then I could do the dings. Okay, question two. Which company name was on the truck that spilled chemicals on Matt, giving him his powers? Uh, Number one, Rand Oil and Chemicals. Number two, Stark Industries. Number three, Dow Chemical. <laughs> Number four, Roxxon.
1: <laughs> is it Roxxon? I,
2: don't, I thought it was no. Roxxon. No. No, is it Rand? Ro- no, Ro- guys, Roxxon. You are it's, uh, it's in
1: Cloak and Dagger, that's right. Oh, okay, exactly. then it's Rand.
2: It was yeah. Rand.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Matt Murdock was trained to fight by which member of the Chaste? Was it Shaft? Dang. Was it Stone? <laughs> Check. Was it stick Check. or was it? No, I have to read all the answers, guys. No, I'm sorry, I have to because... interrupt you. <laughs> Or was it? Look, look, Nutty, I know you think you know it, but could it be Jacques Duchamp? <laughs> I love it.
2: Yes, you do stick have to read correct. them all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Question four. Who created Matt Murdock's costume? Turk Barrett, The Tinkerer, Melvin Potter or Wilson Fisk?
1: Oh, oh, I love
0: wish you. It <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, but uh, mm, here, here's a
1: costume I made. I feel like red would really be your color. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: A nice um, contrast to all the white I like to wear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, white uh, really goes with red. <laughs> Right, we've got a toughie now, okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Who was not a member of The Hand? Colleen Wing, Electra, Harold Meacham, or Foggy Nelson? <laughs>
1: oh,
2: poor Foggy, just getting thrown under the bus. <laughs> yeah, Foggy. But um... <laughs> oh, wait, wasn't Electra with Stick? Uh, but
0: she was also The Hand yeah. in uh, The Defenders.
2: Uh, oh, that's right, that's right. I, I forgot yeah. about that part.
0: I was no thinking of her, her allegiances were all over the place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she has no real loyalty. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Question six. What is the name of Jessica Jones's adopted mother? Adoptive mother, sorry. Dorothy Walker, Patsy Walker, Alyssa Jones, or Jerry Hogarth?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy Walker. <laughs>
2: Correct. I love, Lovely I have this Jerry. alternate idea going on in my head where Hogarth is her stepmom. <laughs> that is fantastic. Which of these did
0: Patsy propose as Jessica's superhero name? Nitrous, Jewel, Spider Woman, or She Hulk?
2: Uh, could it be Jewel?
0: Yeah. Correct. <laughs> would be weird if it was She Hulk. Jessica would be like, but why? Why?
2: Yeah. Okay. The green guy hasn't even shown up yet. <laughs> exactly.
0: Kilgrave told Jessica to deal with Reva Connors, leading to her death. But who was she the wife of? Matt Murdock, Kirk <laughs> Connors, Danny Rand, or Luke Cage?
5: <laughs> Luke Cage.
0: Yeah, well done. You guys are have been paying attention. I like it. Okay. Trish's boyfriend, Will Simpson, was a former soldier driven mad by strength-enhancing drugs. Which comic book character was he playing? Was it Nuke? Was it The Punisher? Was it the absorbing man or was it US Agent? Which is <laughs> the <just laughs> last name ever
2: <laughs> Of that uh, Nuke?
0: <laughs> ding 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 ding. Correct. What was it? Uh, we're nearly halfway through, guys. Okay. Oh, Jessica got her powers after being treated by which shadowy company following her car uh, from following her car accident? Was it Hammer Industries? Was it IGH? Was it Stark Solutions or was it OCP? You know, Omni Consumer Products from Robocop.
2: I G H. Yes. Oh. I was gonna say, like, I know I know the that last one. What is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh
0: Luke Cage spent time in which MCU prison? Was it the Vault? Was it the Raft? Was it Seagate or was it Prison Forty Two?
5: Seagate.
1: Seagate
2: where, Correct. like, the hottest romance happened. I'm not oh, talking yeah. about Luke Cage. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right Luke Cage's Memphis. nightclub. What was the ship name for that? Oh, what was it? Com- com- oh, com-
0: command-, shades.
2: Um, command Shades. Command Shades. Command Shades, <laughs> yes. Yeah. By the way, I am um, trying to convince uh, Tech to cosplay as Shades <gasps> and, and oh. to get him to uh, let me do the diagonal part in his head. <gasps>
0: yes, to yeah. shade. Tech would be an amazing shades.
2: Yes, yeah. yes, he would. That and, would be and all through watching Luke Cage, He's like, is he? Is he stealing my style? That whole like <laughs> black on black on black thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he is. So if he
0: shades, he has to just appear through the day, just like, <laughs> and then he just has to appear in corners, and he also has to like. Say all his lines with a bit of a voice like
1: this. Maybe be a bit of a close talker, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And and if I can get him to be uh, Shades, uh, I want at the same convention for Jason to be Luke. Yes! (laughs) Oh, man, this would be amazing. February. That's one
0: we're hoping. It's worth flying over just to take part in this. (laughs) 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 Okay. Luke Cage's nightclub-owning antagonist was nicknamed... Black Mamba, Cottonmouth, (laughs) Sidewinder, or Death Adder?
2: (laughs) Black Mamba! That's awesome! No, not (laughs) Mouth.
0: Okay, we're over halfway through, guys. Well done. Uh Okay, here's one for Tammy. Oh, boy. The episode titles of Luke Cage's first season are all references to which hip-hop act? (laughs) Run DMC, Gangstar,
1: Run the Jewels, or the Fugees?
2: I, I, I don't like... think Tammy could get this. Yeah, and I don't think it's gangster
1: at all. Not at all. <laughs> the Fugees, right? Yeah, that's it. We'll just go with <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I think you'll like this one. Which rapper appeared in the first season of Luke Cage performing an original song called Bulletproof Love? Was it Dr. Dre? Was it Method Man? Was it Killer Mike? Or Tammy? Was it Begie Smalls?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought... Oh my God! Really? They would (laughs) be. I feel like had expired well before Luke Cage came out. (laughs) Um, I'll go with Method Man.
0: (laughs) His portrait just came to life in the office
2: and sang a song. God, now correct me if I'm wrong. I thought Bulletproof Love was based on another song that already existed. I don't know. Am I wrong, Tammy?
1: I, yeah, it I thought they is. had made do
2: it Luke
0: Cage. Do do. I, yeah, I thought it was just made for Luke Cage. Because the music in it is um, some of the score from Luke Cage.
2: Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know why um, I thought that that had been somebody else's song that they just, whatever. You're Luke saying Method
1: Man stole it. Well, no, covered. Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> could have taken or sampled other stuff. Oh, yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. But I, don't, I, I think he made that rap and everything for Luke Cage. Okay. cool oh Next season, Ghostface Killer makes a rap him <laughs> Okay. Mariah
0: Dillard, the Luke Cage antagonist, is played by Alfred Woodard. Uh, which MCU movie had the actor previously appeared in? Captain America Civil War, Avengers Age of Ultron, Iron Man, or The Incredible Hulk? I actually said this earlier.
2: I'm sorry, I missed the character you were asking about. Uh, Mariah Dillard. Oh. So what has she been in before? What's she been in before? Yeah. Okay. Captain America Civil War.
0: Avengers Age of Ultron, Iron Man, or The Incredible Hulk. I will say, not as
1: Mariah Dillard, as a completely different oh, character. Oh, the, okay. like, the actress is the name. Alfre
2: Woodard, yes. basically. Yes. Okay, okay.
1: Was she in, she wasn't in Civil War, was she?
2: Because otherwise Maybe. she would have
1: had to be... Would you stop? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Otherwise yeah. it would have had to be like Iron Man. It would have had to been something old, right? Now, would you like to phone a friend?
2: <laughs> who are we toning? Google, like I don't know. <laughs> sure. Siri, can I,
0: can I, can I, can I, uh can I phone Siri? So are you gonna, you gonna say Iron Man as your last answer? Uh, oh, am I? I'm, <laughs> yeah. sure. I'm gonna take Iron Man. Okay, okay. Yeah. that is incorrect. It was oh, Captain America: well, Civil War. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> she played said, the mother of someone who died in Scuderia. I think civil war. You should
2: have just said yes instead of maybe. That's bullshit, Claire. I say that we get that point, Nutty.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right, I'm going to give you that point. <laughs>
2: so, who, who does she play? She played the mother
0: of who? She plays the mother of a person who was killed in Sokovia, and she guilt trips uh, Tony Stark at the start after his presentation. Wow. She has a go at him in a in a hallway.
2: I kind of got to rewatch that. Like, that sounds like such a small part for somebody so awesome. Yeah, it's t- it's tiny but when but when she
0: was cast in it, um, Luke Cage had already been out. So people were like, oh, my God, it's Mariah Dillard in Captain America Civil War. Oh. that she was playing. She was cast in that first before huh. um, Luke Cage. Yeah, so that's cool. OK, who did Stick call the dumbest Iron Fist ever? Was it E. Kung? Was it Danny Rand? Was it Davos or was it Madam Gao?
2: I'm good.
0: I'm it was okay. Madame Gao. Yeah. Just because this confirms that Madame
2: Gao was once an Iron Fist. That would be awesome. Okay. Oh, we're almost at the
0: end, guys. Jerry Hogarth had previously appeared on Watch, which MCU TV show prior to appearing on Iron Fist? Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or Luke Cage?
2: Jessica Jones. Yep. That's the one.
0: Uh, we know where okay. J Money started. Exactly. <laughs> J Money! The Hand are opposed by which mystical group that were followers of Kunlun? The Defenders, the Order, the Daughters of the Dragon, or the Chaste?
2: The Chaste.
0: The Chaste, you say. That is correct. (laughs) Uh, Okay, question 19. (laughs) How long was Danny Rand believed to be dead following his disappearance in a plane crash? Five years, ten years, fifteen years, or twenty years? I think he said in these first two episodes we're going to talk about. I think so. Uh, I think he talks about his lack of pop culture knowledge. Mm-hmm. 15,
2: 15, 20, yeah. I don't remember. You'd think I'd remember with all these
1: flashbacks.
2: I mean,
1: yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say. Yeah. Well, it's gotta be fifteen or twenty. Because what is Fifteen. Around? Really? Fifteen. Yeah, it go. is. All right. We're good. Mm.
0: Stan Lee traditionally makes a small cameo in the Netflix Marvel shows as He's what, the a uh,
2: police commissioner.
0: <laughs> now, are you sure he's not a street sweeper, Natty? <laughs> uh, he could be both. <laughs> are you sure he's not a firefighter? <laughs> <laughs> he is indeed a police officer. <laughs> the Dogs of Hell are a group of, of bikers who have appeared in several Netflix Marvel series which non-netflix property did they first appear in wow. agent carter runaways agents of shield or Inhumans?
1: i haven't seen any of those tammy's seen all well, of it no i've not seen humans what was it again the biker guys the biker guys um, hell. and it was agent carter uh, runaways, runaways agents runaways. of shield i'm gonna say we'll ignoring shield i don't remember them in agent carter Tammy, you are correct. Oh, okay, good! Yay! That was probably my <laughs> guess too. But I
2: was like, I was like, I reference everything in Agents of the Shield, right? Yeah, yeah, they really do. They really do. Agents of the Shield is—it's nothing but Easter eggs, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, we're getting to the end. What's the name of Frank Castle's ally who provided weapons and intel for him in The Punisher? Is it Micro, Whistler, Rick Jones, or Shotgun?
2: I'm sorry. I I, I know it's Micro. What was the third one? Rick Jones. <laughs> Just Rick Jones. Okay. I got <laughs> Rick
1: James and I was like,
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like that they included Whistler in there. That's a nice yeah. blade reference. I know. <laughs> or it Buffy Could be a blade and... reference or a buffy reference? Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> what was the name of Sigourney Weaver's character in the Defenders? Wendy Ross, Misty Knight, Electra Nachios or Alexandra Reed? Alexandra Reed. Alexandra. Correct. Right. Two more to go, guys. You ready? Pressure's Mountain? OK. Which of these Netflix series did the character of Claire Temple not appear in? Good one. Was it? <laughs> was it Daredevil season one and Daredevil season two? Was it Defenders and the Punisher season one? Was it Jessica Jones season two and the Punisher season one? Or was it Iron Fist season one and Jessica Jones season two?
2: Jessica Jones, Season 2, Punisher, Season yes, 1. Yes, that one. Well, you are correct. Right, last question. Oh,
0: I've just scrolled completely What's But it. Turk has been in all of them, I think. Uh, I think apart from one. What, what? I can't remember. Okay, what is Foggy what? Nelson's real Damn. first name? Is it... I love these names. I love two of these names. Is it George? <laughs> Which just makes you <laughs> laugh because of X-Files. <laughs> is it George? Is it Franklin? Is it Phileas? Or is it Fogwood? Oh,
1: Fogwood? Oh! <laughs> I wish it was Fogwood. Yeah. Oh, I wish he was Fogwood. It's so cute.
2: From okay. now I'll be known as Fogwood Nelson. Fogwood <laughs> Nelson.
0: <laughs> guys, you get 23 out of 25. Right. I think that means that you are a pair of Marvel heads. Oh.
2: <laughs> oh. What was the so second one guys. we missed?
0: uh i can't remember
2: <laughs> i know we got the the truck name wrong but yeah oh no actually you got
0: 24 out of 25 because i because uh, tammy did guess the civil war one correctly <laughs> first. So you got 24 out of 25 oh uh, that, that was, was it See? nice nice you pair of fogwoods <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway we should talk about this week's episodes that was fun so we are going to talk about the first two episodes of iron fist season two Episode 201 is The Fury of Iron Fist, written by uh, new showrunner M. Raisin Metzer, directed by David Dobkin. And episode two is called The City's Not for Burning, uh, written by John Worley and directed by Rachel Talalay. Rachel Talalay, who directed Tank Girl and one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies.
2: Now that I would not mind them bringing back. If we had like a more modern Tank Girl, I would be all in. As much as I love Laura Petty.
0: Absolutely. Uh, So, uh, episode one, while rival gangs battle for the soul of New York, Danny and Colleen cross paths with an old acquaintance. Joy embarks on a new adventure. (laughs) Good for you, Joy. (laughs) Oh, Joy. (laughs) Oh, Joy. And episode two is Danny and Colleen strike to broke a badly needed piece. Ward crashes his sister's auction and Joy plays matchmaker with a twist. Really, that should say with a rapey twist. Cause, no, I, oh, yeah, oh. yeah.
1: Yeah. I, so after watching the first season or the first two episodes with Ward and his sponsor and the second episode with Davos and that chick, I was like, is this season just going to be every episode has like a really awkward rapey sex scene? Like, it's just <laughs> like or uncomfortable sex scene, like, because I don't know if I can handle it.
2: Yeah, really I'm I'm disturbing. really hoping I'm really hoping their answer to the Me Too movement isn't Oh hey we'll we'll rape guys now.
1: No,
0: oh. I am. Um, I'm glad you're not including Colleen and Danny in that, even though it was Colleen
1: that dragged Danny to bed. Well, they literally <laughs> and kissed and that was it. And I just yeah. was like and it and There's there's just awkward both of them. So
2: <laughs> I don't want them to be in a relationship. So in my head, I'm just keeping them as friends. And I've deleted they, they that stay from up in episode effort.
0: three. We're you... in episode three oh, okay. good so it's good friend. that's
2: all yeah. good
0: yeah yeah spoilers <laughs> yeah. uh okay so we start off <laughs> episode one and we'll talk about danny first obviously because he's in most of the scenes and we get this uh the hijacking of the truck um where you get the own the uh co-driver and the guards killed and we see danny's new costume of a green hoodie and a yellow balaclava or bandana or whatever it's called Did you like his costume? Was it worth the wait?
3: Is that a costume? Yeah. It reminded me of
2: of Daredevil season one, but in my head I'm like, Mm -hmm. does it say sweet Christmas in yellow on the back? Because that would be really cool. (sighs)
0: Yeah. If he kept that one, oh my God, it would be so adorable.
2: We don't know as of yet, is this coming after Luke Cage? I'm assuming it is.
0: Um, Do you want to know? I'd like to know. <laughs> it is, yes. Okay. There is a reference to it later in the season where Misty's like, oh,
2: Luke's a bit cray-cray now. Oh. I'm thinking that yeah. makes sense because that gives Misty time to get used to the robot arm. And I'm mm-hmm. really hoping in this season we find out what that freaking red button does. How do you have a red <laughs> button on your robot arm and not push it? <laughs> you'd have pushed it the
0: first day and you I'd have been like hey what's oh I
2: just blew up the police precinct oops
0: <laughs> uh, did you like Tammy that in this first scene we got the panpipes of xenophobia <laughs> oh <yeah>. right away <laughs> yeah I was like oh dear <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I found <laughs> that I was instantly rooting for the driver and then I was very sad when he was shot and i don't I felt know why bad
1: for him well i just felt bad i'm like that poor guy was just you know he's just another day at work for him
0: yeah <laughs> <Just> <laughs> shot in the poor face driver. you should never be a driver in the marvel netflix universe yeah, really. you're probably going to die and who knew that like
2: gangs had armored cars
0: yeah really yeah well <laughs> these guys they're the uh, golden tigers aren't they they're, Oh, okay
1: so uh, question and maybe it's just we haven't gotten the answer to this so they keep saying the triad but uh, mm-hmm. there's the hatchets the golden tigers and who's the other group i don't know oh, okay. <laughs> so, all right
0: because triad to me would suggest three yeah. yeah but at the moment there's just the hatchet men who we've met before yeah um in defenders because that's who yeah. yang uh, leads and um the golden tigers so is the hand the third um, I don't think so, because when they talk about triad yeah. wars back in the days, I don't think the hand would have been so public.
2: Right, yeah, yeah. They, they would have been more behind The scenes. hand was keeping the peace kind of a thing. Yeah, because everyone yeah. was scared of them. Yeah. So, the so thing that I don't, that know, I, don't know, I don't think we, we
0: get an answer in this season, to be honest. Yeah. Okay, When
2: When this episode starts out, uh, you know, when we find out that they're Golden Tigers, you yeah, it, I thought the big problem was, oh... The tigers are pulling a heist in hatchet territory. But then we find mm-hmm. out that the driver is the nephew of Mr. Yang, which mm-hmm. means this is a hatchet armored car with hatchet money. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, because the, the golden was tigers surprising. are taking it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
2: That, that surprised yeah. me that a gang had an armored car. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Yang's
0: making mad mad money from selling fish in that little fish market
2: well and four million and dollars
0: doing all these crime stuff customs <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh i like in this fight scene i mean the fighting is a lot more fluid which i really yeah. like it's
3: mm-hmm. really
0: fast it's fluid it's it's really nice like it's a definite improvement on um last season i noticed as well sort of going ahead in this season more you do see uh finn jones and, and jessica henwick's faces more when they're fighting which i think just shows that they've Um, really improved and they've like learnt more you know so they can show them doing a lot of the fighting rather than relying so much on the on the stump people um which i think is is really cool there's a few times where i was convinced it was a stump person then you see it's not it's one of the actors which i like my favorite bit in this scene is when danny throws the knife away and it goes (laughs) oh my god when it makes a noise i was like
1: it was so funny, He was a little cartoon sound. I just see, like that I can, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I just like that we actually see him using the Iron Fist and we're not going to deal with this whole impotence problem
2: with him in the yes. Fist. Mm, I'm not saying anything. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, I also like the way he used the Iron Fist. I like that it was yeah. clever. It was, I'm going to stop yeah. the truck by smashing the block. Um. Mm-hmm. But uh, the little sound effects and stuff, that to me is it's fine great. because I grew up watching kung fu movies, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And if you're going to throw kung fu tropes into Iron Fist, I'm all good with that. that yeah, that's great. If you're doing it intentionally, I'm okay.
0: It has to be intentional. It was so funny. <laughs> like, I want, I, we need to get a Willem Scream at some point. Oh, please. You know? Yeah. It'll be, oh, I can't even remember if we do, but yeah, it would be great. And so, maybe
2: some bad uh, dubbing. <laughs> or a little... <laughs> whoosh,
0: whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> oh, be great. So, Danny uh, gets home uh, after this, and he's brought garlic shrimp and mushu
2: for... That they uh, never pulling. eat.
1: Yeah, I was really upset about
2: that. I was like, give me some of that, please. Mm, do Speaking I smell garlic tight. shrimp? I'm going to ignore it and go up you for some reason. No, eat the garlic <laughs> shrimp first exactly yeah but then you
0: can't go stripping because you're gonna have smelly garlic breath no you can't eat the
2: garlic you're fine yeah (laughs) garlic is an aphrodisiac Claire
0: (laughs) (laughs) by the way speaking of cooking I had to go and buy some miso paste um the other day because I really wanted some to cook with and I thought I'll just get a little pot of it and there's a Japanese um uh, store down the road um, that sells miso paste and I thought oh, I'll go in there and get some and they do the best sushi and if ever of you guys come to London I will take you because the uh, the chef in there is a Michelin star sushi chef oh, and um, but the only things of miso you can get is like this thing the size of like a pillow on my bed So now <laughs> I have like a lifetime supply of miso paste and I don't want to do that so I've been like researching lots of recipes to use yeah, miso Yeah, lots of
2: miso recipes.
0: I'm going to be using it in everything, like, mm, yeah. miso tea,
2: miso toothpaste, miso this. I have, <laughs> so, um in my freezer, wasabi powder that I've had for like the last two years because I use so little. Well, but it's a similar it. thing. It's like, I got a block of wasabi powder for like $2, yeah. you know? I mean, it was stupid cheap. And but you only use a little bit because you use yeah. like you know a tablespoon of uh, miso powder and a tablespoon of water, and then it expands. So it's like, there we go. I've got a big ball of miso. They're not you miso. Have to open a restaurant wasabi. I want to open a restaurant, and it's not a wasabi funny restaurant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, this is when we find out that because Danny has been away for fifteen years, he has no. Uh, pop culture reference to certain things. So he's been going to an anime store to learn all about pop culture.
2: Do we get to see this anime store? (laughs) I'm not saying. (laughs) I'm not saying. This is what I want. But I just
0: imagine him getting all his knowledge from an anime store and I want to know bear in mind, this is is young Danny Rand who has had sex once and I just worry about the kind of stuff he finds in anime stores and starts to think that
2: Oh, it's normal for there to be tentacles involved. Should I bring some some squid for for Christine? (laughs) Colleen? Sorry. Um, I want to know, like, who's in this anime store? Is it, like, smelly, grungy otaku geeks, or is it, like, the uh, kawaii, uh, pretty, lolly type girl? You know, like, I I have all these questions. I think
0: it's the grungy one, Uh, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine it being... Um, so they both look at the news footage of the truck And Danny immediately gets shirtless um, So Colleen can bandage his arm and, uh, and then they go to bed and make whoopee As I put in my notes Get <laughs> 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 okay,
2: <that's a> Jack.
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, it's the obligatory, you know uh, Lead character bandaging up there themselves Or someone else bandaging than we always get
2: so badly what was the point Mm. of that he didn't clean the wound (laughs) no they only put (laughs) three sides tape yeah
0: Galeen cleaned it in the next scene with her tongue oh
1: stop
0: (laughs) (laughs) so in the next scene uh, Danny is chatting with his little pal Albert who I love I love love Albert he's adorable I love him I and love how Danny is he working. Delivering
2: that he's I love how open that he is. That he's going to steal <laughs> Colleen. Totally is. Yeah, and
0: then he
1: so just great.
0: totally gets caught blocked by Danny.
2: <laughs> yes, I love it. Danny's an idiot and doesn't realize he was flirting.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Danny is an idiot. Uh, and they talk about the um, the Golden Tigers versus the Hatchet Men and a possible triad war. And Albert almost joined the Hatchets when he was twelve, and he lost a friend to it. And I was like, oh, Albert. Yep. It's okay, buddy. But I felt really bad
2: because he's adorable. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, he uh, he then, better make it through. That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, He'll. You know, he might be the Oscar of this show. That he survives till the end. Even though you he <laughs> think he's going to die every week. <laughs> remember Oscar? Anyone? Yep, Oh, I remember. <laughs> Which one's Oscar? Yep.
1: <laughs> he was jessica's like <laughs> new beau yeah her boyfriend oh yeah
0: was, yeah yeah whatever
1: i, I'm yeah, like, I you, you didn't get attached restricted. because you thought he was gonna die so <laughs> and he yeah, it's okay. every it's week fine. we
0: thought he was gonna die, die next <laughs> <Every week. season. laughs> Um so the next time we see danny is when mary has approached uh albert and danny totally flirts with her giving her directions um, did you want to go through these in order or did you want to do it by character? What's easiest for you guys? Um,
1: well, we're already doing it by character at this point. So.
0: Okay, let's do that then. Okay. <laughs> so I just want to check. I want to make sure you guys are happy. With that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Then the, the greatest thing happens when we, next time we see Danny, my favorite thing, I was hooping, I was hollering, I was watching this with Rebecca, one of our listeners. I was so excited because we get the return of the hot mess known as Ward, (laughs) who I love.
2: I love Ward so much.
0: (laughs) I love him so much. I put on Twitter, again, I think he is honestly one of my favourite Marvel characters. I love him so much. I find him so compelling. Everything he's doing on screen, I love him. He's great.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's brilliant. Um, And we find out that Danny is learning to be self-sufficient away from Rand by doing his furniture job. And they're going to this meeting that both of them thought the other one called, but we find out it was Joy and Danny. now bless him. He's grown up a little bit in this meeting. Yeah. Uh-huh. A little pup, a little puppy's grown up.
1: Has he? Because he read like the first sentence of Joy's thing and was like, <laughs> "Sure, this is great." <laughs> they could fact. say anything in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on track. That's the thing. It's like th- this is definitely where I sided with Ward. I'm like. Ugh. I mean, family or not, you might want to read through the 200-page document she just handed
2: you. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so give me one second. Uh, I'll be back in one minute. I'm really sorry.
0: Ooh, Ooh mysterious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's so mysterious.
1: Uh, I'm trying to see where I know this guy Albert from. Oh, he's in Prison Break. Okay. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's adorable. I'm like I don't want to spoil sorry. you on
0: anything. No, I'm j i am was just like adorable.
1: I'm sure I've seen this guy before, but I need to see where I saw him from.
0: Poor Albert. He needs to get some some loving.
1: <laughs> not gonna it's not gonna be with um Mary. Mary quite contrary.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you
0: um uh, did you think that Danny was nice and kind to Joy when he leaves? He encourages
1: her. Yeah. You can do it, Joy. I do. I, I believe in you. You know, Danny still loves Joy as like a sister, which is sweet. But yeah, he just is an idiot. <laughs> 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 like I true. I don't understand how you're not even going to like he didn't even ask like, "So what is in here?" <laughs> like he didn't even ask the question. Mm. Oh, so you
0: want to have all of Rand and uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how business works. <laughs>
1: But that's why you have a lawyer, like, you know, J-Dog, to, like, look over it. Yeah, J-Dog to look J-J-Money. over it. J-Money. <laughs> J- Let's just call it J-Dog. <laughs> Fogwood
0: and J-Dog. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm totally going to get another cat and call it Fogwood. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fogwood, la and Chalper. Sorry about that. That's right. Talking about my future cat, Fogwood.
2: <laughs> Fogwood, yes. <laughs> so um, Fogwood and Matwood. Ren... Oh, Fogwood and Matwood.
1: Oh. Aw.
0: Aw. he's so cute. Uh, so Danny agrees to go with Colleen to the restaurant to try and find out about um, Frank Choi. And they try and outgross each other for the last bit of crap.
1: Why?
0: That wouldn't have outgrossed me. I would have still been like,
2: i mean mean that crap. I I don't Although think it was outgrossing. I, <laughs> it was along the lines of like, like you know in Mallrats, I think it was Mallrats mm-hmm. where where they're they're talking about no, I'm sorry, uh, D- Deadpool. That's what I meant. Uh, oh when, yeah, uh, when, about how their lives are worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when they're trying to say that their lives are worse than each other, but they're lying. Well, Colleen and Danny actually have real. Things to base it on, so I'm thinking at this point in their in their relationship, they're like, yeah, we can joke about this, and they're using their <laughs> sure. personal tragedy as like fodder because, you know, after a while, when when you when you have things that are sad or harsh in your life, uh, if you mention it to most people, they're like, oh my god, that's so horrible. I'm so sorry, but at least with Danny and Colleen, like they can relate to each other and they can make jokes about it, and mm-hmm. I think. This is just showing us a little game that they play. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had to. Uh, that you would know, be milk cool if they here. kept playing this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah I, I don't want to play it
2: ever. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> well, no, because it means that you'd have this horrible life.
0: The bit where she's talking about the spider's hairs, though, she's like. <coughs> yeah. In the back of the. Oh, oh that was horrible.
2: Oh, oh man. I, I was loving
1: that.
0: <laughs> was, I was just like, well, oh, I can feel it in the back of my throat. Oh.
2: She was committed to that last piece of
1: crap.
0: Oh, yeah. She really was. Absolutely. As you would be. It looked really nice. So they talk about the Hand being absent, because this is what Danny believes is happening. The Hand is now absent, so the the rest of the uh, the crime families are filling the power vacuum, which I guess is a bit like what happened in Luke Cage Season 2, with, um, you know, the vacuum with mm-hmm. Cottonmouth gone. Yeah. Uh, so... Some kids enter into the kitchen, go straight through to the kitchen, and start threatening um, Mr. Yip and the staff. Tammy, were you happy, by the way, that there's another character named after you in this show now? What's
1: the character?
0: Because uh, uh, you are Tammy Yip. I oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sure. Sure, I
2: take it. <laughs> so wait, we've got uh, Mr. Yip, Mr. Mm-hmm. Yang. Wasn't there, like, a Wong somewhere? Uh. Well, Colleen no. is He's in Wang. Colleen is, is no, Wing. T- t- yeah. Colleen
1: is Wing. wing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I keep think we're just. pronouncing it like Wang, though. It's <laughs> <was> like very. <laughs> Wong is in Doctor
2: Strange, Nutty. Yeah. Uh, He's Doctor Strange's yeah. little mate. I, yeah. I just feel like they're hitting all of like the traditional oh,
4: yeah. stereotypes
2: of, of Asian names. Um, well, and we've I have they... been hmm? We had a Murakami.
1: Well, yeah, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well that's how I know. <laughs> that? <laughs> but that. But it so seems like this is supposed to be very more. This is all Chinese names, whereas Murakami yeah. is Japanese. So there you go.
2: <laughs> and I think depending on like where in China somebody oh, might yeah, be, for sure. Wing can be Wang or Wang mm-hmm. Wang. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably which if if that's what they're going for, kudos for them. We'll yeah.
1: See. <laughs> I doubt it, make sure. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of them thinking that hard about it, but yeah. I'm I'm trying to to give them credit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: So while Colleen is dealing with them in the kitchen, Danny stays outside and is like, oh yeah, my girlfriend went to complain about the pork belt. Yeah, she's got a right temper. (laughs) And he's trying to be like, oh, kind of calm and jokey. And he only loses his temper when a guy breaks a plate over his back. And then he summons the fist. And we're like, no, Danny, no!
1: Yeah, he's real quick
0: to anger. <laughs> Danny is. And we see later as well with, with uh, Mr. Yang as well. He's very yeah. quick to anger. Yeah. Um, so they get the information about Frank Choi, and they leave, and they bump into uh, a tiny, grumpy person, which is Davos, outside their apartment. <laughs> <laughs> who Rebecca and I referred to all the way through the season as the tiny grump. Okay. Um, Cause he's tiny and grumpy. Was he
2: this tiny last season? Like, I don't remember him being pocket sized. <laughs> I think he was. Like, he's I'm just sure tiny, tiny and grumpy. the actor was. I just, the way they shot him last season, did we notice <laughs> that he was tiny? I, I don't know. I was just, I was I so know. taken aback. Maybe he, he looked, maybe he looked
0: about the same height as Danny because Danny didn't wear shoes in season one.
2: And now Danny is wearing shoes, so he's taller. Some pretty big shoes, Danny. Because, like, <laughs> at one point, that almost comes up to, like, Joy's shoulder or something. I mean, it was just like, yeah. is he getting smaller? He's,
1: <laughs> he's internalizing all that anger and it's shrinking. He's him. the incredible shrinking
2: man. Um, oh. I, I have no problems with short I, or small people. No. It just shocked me because I don't remember him being small.
1: Yeah, I love Davos. He's great. I was just like, his suit, though, is like, it's so tailored to him, it's great. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Yeah, he left Kunlun and discovered tailored suits. Yeah, he like,
1: really? Ooh. He hates everything else about New York. <laughs> <except> <laughs> about New York, tailored suits. <laughs> tailored suits.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Danny goes to have this talk with Davos and he says, his focus is on protecting the city after destroying the hand, because the hand destroying the hand was the job of the Iron Fist, and now he's got focus on protecting the city, which, as we know, the last words Matt said to him before he supposedly died was "Protect my city."
4: Yep.
0: You know, you you fucked up your city. Protect mine. So he's looking after New York. Um, he and Davos do not see eye to eye, and. Danny only really sort of starts. He doesn't really start fighting Davos. Davos is looking for a fight. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Danny's trying not to not to do a fight, but um, Davos is really sort of going for it. Um, and it's only I think when Davos calls Colena hand Yeah. That Danny loses it and he beats Davos and he beats him again.
3: Yeah.
0: And Danny says that the fist gives him purpose. Hmm. So what what happens if he doesn't have the fist, Tammy? <laughs> Oh, no.
1: (laughs) I wonder if we'll find out. (laughs) No (laughs) wonder.
0: So at the end of the first episode, Danny gets home late and uh, Colleen is asleep. There's a thunderstorm uh, going on and then he goes to his secret lair underground and he iron punches a door because he hates. We've seen this in these two episodes. He hates doors and he hates tables. (laughs) (laughs) I hate
2: Doors! Oh, I'm so angry with you, door! Punch! 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 Yeah. I don't, I don't understand why he was using the iron fist in that moment. Like, had he just been using his fist, uh, I think that would have been better. Um, so, uh, in in kung fu and some other martial arts, there's this whole idea of conditioning, and you will mm-hmm. see masters like punching uh, wooden boards, iron uh, plates. Uh, there's this. Uh, there's this one documentary, it's called Budo, the Art of Killing, it has nothing to do with killing, it's just a flashy name um, and there is a master and he is just punching the uh, 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 an old train over and over and wow. over again to condition his hands and I was like, oh that's kill what he's Bill, doing
0: doesn't she, with the, uh, when she's training in Kill Bill
2: probably, when I didn't see she's that she's
0: punching a board yeah, over and over and then it, it comes in there's like a, a reason yeah. for showing that later. You yeah. see
2: it in some of the I think it was uh, Rumble in the Bronx you see Jackie Chan doing a little bit of it um, yeah. you see it in a lot of Bruce Lee movies um, yeah. mm-hmm. and and I was like oh that's what he's doing and then he had the Iron Fist and I'm like well that's just kind of cheap <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't break this door into pieces yeah like is, is he practicing holding back the Iron Fist like I don't know. Maybe
0: Maybe he's practicing summoning it, like he's got more control because he hasn't always had great control of it. So, maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe he just hates doors. Who knows? I hate doors. Doors. (laughs) I hate doors and shoes. (laughs) (laughs) So, at the start of the second episode, we're in this indoor market on Canal Street. And um, I've put Tiger Man, (laughs) Golden Tiger Man, (laughs) uh, picks up a red handbag filled with money, but he's stopped by the hatchet men on the way out who um, stick a bag over his head and stab him, and it's pretty brutal. I never like it when it's a stabbing where it's like in the chest, you know, like repeatedly. like It's horrible. It just, yeah, freaks me out. Um, As opposed to the other type of stabbing, obviously, that I love. Uh, and then Danny sees him bleeding and tells people to call nine one one. And there's that arsehole who's just filming on his phone. And Danny's like, um, can you call an ambulance? The guy's like, oh yeah, maybe I should. Oh, oh. Yeah.
1: That felt.
2: That felt pretty realistic though.
1: It really did. I know. I really. also was kind of like, because Danny seemed like maybe they could possibly save this guy, and I was like, no, look at how many. St- I mean, you could just see this guy bleeding out. Oh, I, so he dies, like, two seconds I later. was
2: waiting for, like, some Iron Fist healing. Yeah. Yeah. Chi yeah, Danny. Healing. Yeah. No. Where's your chi?
1: Where's your chi now, Danny? Well, he wasted it on a door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he healed that door later, so he could do it all again that same night. He <laughs> has door healing powers. Uh, so Danny walks through Chinatown, and he sees Mary sitting in a coffee shop drawing uh, drawing a building, and they talk about New York, and he says he'll walk her to the flower market, and uh, because she starts to sort of go a bit woozy, he takes her to the apartment. And Danny is completely unaware when someone is flirting with him.
1: Obviously,
0: oh my god,
1: yeah. And it and wasn't I like it,
0: like, that like, about like
1: flirting, it. like maybe she was also just being friendly. Like no, she was just up flirting with
0: him. <laughs> Yeah, just straight out. It was crazy. Uh, So Danny gets her a glass of water. And we see a bit more about the apartment that Danny and Kalina are living in, which is the converted dojo, which I quite like. They've used the same set. It's got, like, the same pillars, you know, in place. And they've converted it into this massive open apartment. And added a little half wall. Yeah, Yeah, a little tiny half wall. Yeah, Yeah. it's really cool. Right
2: where Showman used to be. Yep, yep.
0: Yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, and Danny and Colleen talk about the Hatchet attack and um, because of that because Danny's got a day off because of the, the violence that's happened uh, with the, the guy attacked by the Hatchet men, uh, because of the death of Tiger Man uh, Danny's got a day off so he's going to look into the Triad violence and uh, Colleen encourages him to contact Yang and then they talk a bit about Davos and this is when Danny says it's like the fight to face Xiao Lao never ended and we get our first flashback. And we might as well cover this fight in one go, I guess.
2: Yeah. Yes, fine. please. Because going this... back and forth was just too much of a uh, post-watcher syndrome or something. Because I was reminded of season one. And I was like, if I am yes. seeing this fight for the entire season.
1: Yes. <laughs> exactly right. That's how I felt. Well, we do,
0: we do see it again
2: in the next episode.
0: Oh. And the one after that. Oh, and the one after that.
1: Maybe. And just the same scenes over and over. We don't get... At least this one continued on. <laughs> no.
0: We just keep getting scenes of Davos lying on the floor crying
2: every episode. All right. So so do you guys, like, who won the fight?
1: Oh. Uh, I think it was well, bullshit. I can see now why Davos is so mad. Mm-hmm.
0: Which I like that they do that because I like that they make us understand Davos's point of view. It's like I agree. With, um with Bushmaster, you know, yeah, I like yeah. it when we can understand a villain. And they point didn't wait. View.
1: They didn't wait till like middle of the season <laughs> to have us understand
0: it. <laughs> well, it's good because we've already met Davos in the yeah. previous season. Mm-hmm. So I like that, that they're not going to waste, you know, time with, you know, us sort of well, getting to know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. and we, we haven't talked about Davos yet, but like he makes a comment um, to Joy something about that. He's rewriting the way he sees history and i was mm-hmm. like yeah because danny just treats it as yeah he was the one picked to fight shallow so it's all good and it's like no that's i mean yes you were the one picked but you didn't win
2: that fairly that's mm. n- at all like yeah he, da- he, davos did not yield no. somebody yielded for him and mm-hmm. um they each had times when that could have been called for them exactly. it wasn't called for danny and but they didn't called, call it for yeah, danny yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um you know that that was not that did not seem like uh the proper rules, but Davos is saying that that was his father that called it. So yeah. one can understand.
0: And you can see that he's nodding when Danny takes control back of the fight. So he is clearly on Danny's side. Yeah. Which well, must hurt.
2: I'm wondering if maybe Davos's father never wanted him to get the Iron Fist.
0: Maybe uh, Yeah. That and you it know, might be him, it might be for good reasons, it might be him protecting yeah. Davos. Yeah.
1: Well, and and I'm wondering if he just, because the thing was with the fight was one either had to yield or one just left the ring, like that's it, like, you know, he'd have to kill the other person, and yeah. I just thought he called yeah. it because he thought Danny would kill his son, so, mm. which, I mean, I guess, but Davos had the upper hand several times in that fight, so I... I think it could have been turned around, uh, you know, potentially, who knows. And I think that's
2: Davos' thought as well, like, yeah. I, I wasn't yeah. done. Yeah, so no, I, I would not be surprised if uh, his father was, you know, along the lines of, well, I really don't want my son to be the Iron Fist, you know. I'd rather him train other Iron Fists, like, who knows, like, are Iron Fist lives shorter? Um, it Does it eat up something? Is it, you know... My my kid's going to be standing at the entrance forever. Uh, and then what kind of a life is that? Uh, mm-hmm. Or, yeah. you know, something along the lines of, I'm not sure he can actually face Shao Lao. Yeah. You know?
0: Because you kind of get the feeling that at the end of the fight, like, does Danny
2: immediately go off then to fight Shao Lao? It seems that way, which yeah. uh, it seems that I seems see, you know. kind of crazy. Well, I can yeah. see it. It's, it's like you are going to meet Xiao Lao the Undying, You are broken. You've spent all of your energy. Mm -hmm. This is you. This is you without any reserves, without any preparation. Yeah. And honestly, like, we get the idea that he went and he fought Shao Lao, but is it that he fought Shao Lao, or did Shao Lao look into his heart and see that he was worthy?
0: You don't, well, you don't really, I mean, in the comics, it's a literal fight. Yeah. In the show, we don't know what it is. Exactly. They could go with a different approach. Yep. Um, You know, because Danny says he fought, like, the dragon and stuff, but it's all very vague. I guess for obvious reasons, and I understand why they don't put the dragon fight in it, because whatever they show is not going to live up to what you think.
2: Yeah, no. Even
0: if they did, like, full-on Game of Thrones CGI, it would... I would rather not see it.
3: Yeah,
2: I I agree. I don't mind. My imagination... I'd I'd rather
0: have... I'd rather not have the traffic lights as eyes that they did in the last season because that was terrible. But I'd rather it was in the imagination. Yeah. You know? To me, it, it, it's more exciting that way. I agree. Um, yeah, but this this fight is really brutal. Yeah. And we obviously get the iron, Fa- the, the iron fast, iron fist traditional masks that they wear the yellow masks with the black eyes, which is yeah, really it's cool,
2: very good. crazy mascara. <laughs> and
1: <the crazy> <laughs> Absolutely. And so, and I will, going back to Davos being small, Danny looks like the most massive dude next <laughs> Davos in this It spider. really does. So unfair. It really does look unfair. <laughs> like he's practically looking down on
0: him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's crazy. I I didn't notice him being this small, but I kind of love it. I compared him in this season. I think when Rebecca and I were talking, so obviously we are obsessed with Danny Rand being a golden labradoodle puppy because he is. Um, and I think I decided that Davos would be like an angry little Boston Terrier puppy because <laughs> he's tiny and angry.
2: Well, I will, I will tell you that in martial arts, the smaller and the shorter you are yeah. um, is actually an advantage. Yeah. Jet Li, he's a tiny person. Yeah. Cause you are, you're below everyone else's center of gravity. Yeah. And, and everything that you do, you want to get long and low, and if you're already down there, it's a lot easier.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> there's
2: a really lot of moves good. that are hard to do on small people. There's yeah, hope for you, yeah. Tommy.
1: Yeah, so there's hope yet. Um. <laughs> how tall are you? Uh, I I tell people I'm five one, but not I'm not quite there.
2: <laughs> well, if it helps, you are the height of the founder of my martial arts. Oh, my God. Oh, his oh my sensei goodness. said to him, his sensei said to him, um, you might be too tall for Aikido. Oh because God. his sensei was 4'11". That's
1: my grandmother's.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, and it is an art about getting under other people's center of gravity. So you yeah. would be perfect. You would you would <laughs> excel. And you already know how to use your hips. It's true. Yeah, maybe not. I, uh, hmm. yeah, I need mm-hmm. to look into this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Tammy's future has the next Iron Fist If
1: I could just find a so, dragon
0: <laughs> <laughs> You got figment eh? Got Tammy
1: And I do want to take that bastard down So <laughs>
0: Exactly You beat up that creepy bastard I
1: thought
2: figment the, the completely creepy And now I am The immortal felt fist
0: the power of felt is in my fist (laughs) so Danny goes to meet Yang at the fishmongers and he wants him to meet with the tiger leaders to compromise Um, but Yang says he was going to compromise but then his nephew getting killed kind of stopped that and you're like "Mm, fair enough and then Danny smashes the desk with his fist because he's like I hate doors and desks and (laughs) shoes. And he even seems surprised at that. So if he is sneaking out, you know, to try and control the fist a bit more, he's not doing a great job because he seems mm-hmm. quite sort of out of control. Um, I mean, it's it, and and it
1: about the impotence thing and like how we had to go through that during the last season. But what it did show mm-hmm. is like that fist is really ruled by his emotions. And that's why he mm-hmm. needs to keep that chi in control and he's just still not learned how to do that, even though he talked a good game in Luke Cage. He's just... Yeah. It's like, Danny. You've got to talk the talk. Uh, you got to walk the walk, sorry. Yeah. yeah. As well as talk the talk day. He's got to do both.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, do both. <laughs> um... So, obviously, he's burnt that bridge, as he tells Colleen later, because
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Yang's like, uh, you broke my desk. Like, no. <laughs> you know? um, and I think the next time we see Danny is when he tells Colleen about the meeting, and then uh, they talk about the fact that there's going about to be a big move made by the hatchet men against the Tigers. Um, and Colleen says, hey, why don't we talk to Sherry Yang? And... So they do. Danny doesn't do much in this scene. No. He just kind of stands there and lets Colleen do it. Um, and the next time we see him is when they go home.
2: And Danny puts on some music. And... Anytime Danny and Colleen are in a scene together, she just outshines him anyway. So yeah. it's really just does. better than he <laughs> shuts up.
0: Yeah, she really does. Like, she's still a better fighter in this season than him. Yeah. Like, she's, she's great. Yeah. Um, and Danny sits and zones out into flashback time And um, that's when he manages to beat Davos And he sat there so long that the record is now skipping um, And that's the last time we see Danny
1: Yeah, my note on that puppy. was, you know, the whole thing Like that kind of reveal that Davos never yielded I was like, how does Danny not feel bad about this? How has he not felt bad about this at all? Like I, mm-hmm. it's incredible to me that he doesn't think about this more often. It seems like he only has been thinking about this because Davos was there,
2: confronting I, him about I, it. I, mm-hmm. I think that is right, and I think that why has he never thought about this? Because as much as he likes to say I struggled and suffered in Kunlun, yeah. he is white privilege personified. He it never occurred to him. That yeah. this wasn't a fair fight because he didn't realize, you know, like he wasn't able to step outside himself and say, oh, yeah, that totally wasn't a fair fight uh, because he's so used to everything coming his way. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and the, yeah, one of the reasons why people get really upset about the idea of privilege is because they don't feel it. And they think, well, if it's a privilege, I should be able to feel it. And what they don't understand is that's the whole point. It's the yeah, absence exactly. of problem, <laughs> you know, problems in a particular area. And just because you have privilege in one area doesn't mean that you're not going to have struggles elsewhere. But yeah, of and I think that this shows it perfectly because he never even saw it from Davos' side. It was. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I did it because he didn't feel that it was unfair because no, not at all. he wasn't the one that was offended. And and that was just like, yeah. You may talk the big game, and you might tell Luke Cage, oh, no, I'm not white privilege personified, but you totally are, because you just expected that you were going to win that. Yeah. Well,
0: and he also says he wants to be self-sufficient, and, like, yeah, good on him for... Of course. You know, doing this job and stuff, but, like, he and Colleen wouldn't have been able to afford to... Renovate the dojo into an apartment if he didn't she, have all the money. She because no, the only she reason they be can be able
1: to like, yeah, exactly. She wouldn't be able. The only to reason they can
0: renovate it is because he
1: owns it. Yeah, she's no yeah. longer
0: renting it. He bought the whole building. Yeah, and I. So yeah,
1: and I'm sorry. She's got. I mean, I enjoy the the job that they gave her this season, which is working at that community center. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't be able to like pay for anything with her working at a community center and him being what part time doing some like warehouse work moving furniture Yeah, moving yeah. furniture? Like
2: no. She's she's volunteering so she's yeah. not getting paid. Yeah. Um he's moving and make just barely making ends meet. They can probably just afford food and um uh you know like electricity and stuff. But even then I'm sure they're struggling because it seems like they eat out a lot. Uh and you know, she was ha- struggling with the rent when she had a yes. student. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it, yeah it's definitely. like there's this there's this really great uh, skit from the Baroness von Sketch Baroness von Sketch Show, and it's like, I can't believe it. You've got a house. I know it's so hard, and they're so expensive. But like, I had to call my parents while they were on vacation to ask them for the money. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what? And it really is, like, that kind of an idea where, like, some people, they're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm struggling. I'm, I'm you know, Danny's like, I'm not living off Rand money. I'm just living in a building that I bought with Rand money.
0: Yeah. With Rand money, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of...
1: I mean, and even in Luke Cage, of... he, he lets him use that one Rand building, and it's like, ah, eh, that's fine. You guys busted it up. Eh, whatever. No, because exactly. he busts up another building,
0: and then he, Danny just goes, oh, I just bought it.
1: Yeah, so don't worry about
0: it.
2: But he's not living off now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, um... I yeah. think, I think <laughs> Danny has come a long way, but
0: oh, there's really so has.
2: much more to go.
0: <laughs> like, it's funny, because at the end of this season, um while waiting to see the little Daredevil season three clip it, clip thing, my um, my Netflix kept skipping to the next episode, which is episode one, season one. And the first thing you see is Danny walking barefoot through the city with his gigantic beard being like, that's my building. And like, I, I it just kept going to that. It took about three or four tries until I could see the Daredevil thing. And I just kept, I was thinking, oh, our little puppy has come a long way. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, he's still got more to go. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about Colleen next. Alrighty. righty. We talked a bit about her. So she's uh, volunteering at uh, Bayard, um, which I don't know if it's a real place, because they keep talking about Bayard, Bayard, Bayard. And I was like, is that a real place? I haven't actually checked. Um, and she's helping people, this woman, Diane, with citizenship. And when she's grabbing clothes from the charity drive for the little girl, Lana, she finds this box with a disc on front of a crane which matches her katana did you guys immediately realize that was the thing from her katana because i didn't no i just thought oh that's pretty
1: i mean obviously i noticed there was like she had a connection of some sort with it or something i really thought it was going to be some box and there was a bomb in it or something
2: <laughs> uh, i was expecting like like uh, some some powder that was going to explode or make everybody sick or, or yeah
1: yeah, like I thought. I it was, thought
0: it might be something to do with the hand. Yeah, like and it's kind of like, like for a, a minute I was like, it's going to be something to do with the hand. She's going to be, oh no, the hand's back. And I was thinking, please don't let the hand be back. Let <laughs> yeah. us be done with those guys.
2: So uh, there's lots of Bayard Community Centers in like Iowa and New Hampshire, uh, but oh, not okay. New York. Uh, but there is a New York Chinese Community Center. So, oh. you know, maybe it's based in, on- in
0: Marvel. There is one. in... Yeah new york i guess (laughs) um so yeah she finds this box and everything and then goes to hunt down where it's come from and finds out that uh it came from a furniture store and the guy who runs the furniture store uh, has disappeared but he has a cousin uh henry yip who has the restaurant called the silver lotus and then this is the first time Um, we see um, Henry being threatened by these three kids for protection money, one of whom... So two of the kids are BB and Rhino. I don't think we get the other one's name later. Uh, So she manages to scare them off. And most of her storyline, to be honest, is with these three kids, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Because when she sees them later... uh, Well, well, when when Danny gets home first... Colleen's trying to find out info about um, about the box and everything. And this is when she shows Danny that it's the same crest as on her sword. These, and she talks about a memory of her mom.
2: These kids, mm-hmm. previously, she'd be recruiting them. Yeah. yeah. She'd be getting them to come to her dojo and feeding them and recruiting them for the hand. Yeah. But she doesn't teach anymore, Nutty. Mm-hmm. She can't. But, but. I just I think it's, it's interesting to see that you know, where where she might have been before and it really, mm-hmm. you know, fits into the whole other version of the hand, you know, the foot, a bunch of street gang kids.
0: <laughs> the foot's from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yes, I know. They were inspired by the hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
3: I just
1: think in this
0: universe, the turtles are there. Exactly.
1: But I like that in her own way because, of course, she didn't realize when she was part of the hand that she was part of this evil organization. She thought it really was helping kids and helping, you know, and helping families and things. And so I like that she's doing something with this community center and trying to help people in that way. Like, that's just her personality, and they've kept that for her instead of just making her a totally different character. Because toward the end of season one of Iron Fist, I was like, I don't know who this person is anymore. She's like, yeah. not who we started off with. And so I feel like they've kind of gone yeah. back to who she was. Yeah. Yeah. She was just I reliant
0: agree. on... Um, it was all about her reacting to Danny. Oh, and, God. It was... Sick, yeah. And the men in her life, like Bakudo, and it just... Yeah, it just wasn't... Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't
1: I really also... And as much as I really don't like to say this because I don't like Danny and Colleen together, I do find things in their relationship so much better than other relationships oh, this person. time ma'am. yeah because like yeah. even so he comes in he starts talking she's on the phone and then when she gets off like he's actually concerned about what's going on okay well let's get involved mm-hmm. with what you want what you need mm-hmm. and then apologizes later on i don't know if it was this episode or the next episode but apologi- apologizes to her because he's He's like, you know what? He goes, I'm so sorry. I'm bringing, like, everything up about myself. He's like, I know you're going through a lot of things. Like, let's figure out what's going mm-hmm. on. And I was like, wow. That's this yeah. is different for Marvel. It's actually mature. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, and I, I, I still hope they break up. But <laughs> <laughs> the relationship they're showing us, I, I like
2: that. <laughs> I, I was really afraid at first that they were going to clarify her. and and make her Um, nagging him and it it wasn't her nagging him it was more like you know you want to do this um the moment where can help somebody yeah she's already she's there she's good to go yeah yeah Um, yeah absolutely and i agree i think that it's probably one of the really probably the healthiest romantic relationship we have seen so far
0: definitely in these shows Yeah. yeah yeah
2: Which we can argue that it was really inappropriate to begin with because he was just yeah. a kind of grown up. Puppy. Yeah, <laughs> he, was, he, was, he
1: was a little puppy. That's,
2: yeah.
5: yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, so I like this memory of Colleen's, that she has this memory from Hokkaido of her mother brushing her hair. And we find out a bit about Colleen, which was her mum was the only one who didn't push Colleen away. Yeah. Um, which is kind of interesting because we don't know that much about Colleen's sort of backstory. Um, and uh, we actually, me Rebecca, googled Colleen's mum, and there's not really much about her in the comics, so uh, that's interesting. Um, when they're in the restaurant, or when she's in the restaurant later with Danny, um, she really kicks and butt in that <laughs> kitchen. Oh, yeah. With these kids. I, it, it's amazing. <laughs> I love that. And I love that Danny so I love nice. that Danny just lets her do it. Yeah. He's not yep. like, you know, trying to stop her or anything. He's just like, no, you've got this, you know. Yeah. It's and great. He I, I love their relationship. She's gonna,
2: he trusts that she's going to be able to take care of everyone. hmm You know, uh, in other shows, it would be, all right, uh, you're taking care of them. I'm going to go in now that the fight broke out. I'm going to go make sure you're okay. And it's like, no, 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 Colleen. Yeah, she's got it. She's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I
0: love I love it. Yeah. It's it's really nice. It's a very different, like you said, to what we've seen before. Um, I like as well that we find out that she's aware that he's sneaking out at night. Yep. She's totally aware of it. And I guess she's just like, well, that's what he has to do. Yep. So, yeah. you know, we're yeah. just going to let him do it. Um, and then the next time we see her is when Danny brings Mary into the apartment. <laughs> and... Colleen is just amused and weirded out by her, I think.
4: And
2: again, I love her reaction. I love that there's not this tropey jealousy. Oh yeah. And it's just oh that's so cute. You don't even realise what's going on, do you, Danny? <laughs> she's
0: confident enough in herself that yeah. she's not insecure about it
1: also yeah. this chick mary is super weird so she's probably like mm, yeah i'm not worried about this chick <laughs> like she is a weirdo. i think as
0: well that, that colleen like one of the things i guess that colleen and danny have in common is they like to take in strays and help people
3: mm-hmm. so she's
0: just kind of like oh yeah it's just another person you know they they don't see they don't seem to be get jealous of each other like danny's not jealous like oh she's spending this time setting up this thing with this guy, Sam, you know, they just seem to have like a good relationship. It's
2: great. Yeah. Which is, you know, how healthy relationships are. You're allowed to have friends and and know people that are of the, you know, gender that you generally are attracted to. And (laughs) it's fine. (laughs) It's like, you know, no big deal because if you're happy, it shouldn't be a big deal. Yeah
0: absolutely wise words um we find out as well in the scene with this guy sam who i have trivia on him um that there is no file on frank Choi, so that lead is a a dead end and we find out that mrs yang who is on the committee to do with the bayard is Hai chin yang's wife which is mr yang of the hatchet men and i do love it when colleen quotes chinatown but sam's just like "What? what are you on about what,
5: what, and, what uh, is that? I don't Colleen know what
0: you're says, talking about. What <laughs> <laughs> are talking about. And I like that Colleen says that her and Danny are catching up on pop culture because he's been away for fifteen years. And I was thinking, yeah, but Chinatown came out way more than fifteen years ago. <laughs> like yeah, but maybe he wasn't old that old that in the last fifteen years.
1: Yeah, he, he was like nine it. or ten or whatever when they left. So yeah,
0: true. I guess. I guess. I wonder what other films they're
2: watching. Probably all the ones the writers want to reference.
0: It's <laughs>
2: <laughs> <There's, is> true. <laughs> there's there's a thing that comes up often, and it's like you know you see it in Buffy where they, these teenagers make these references, and you sit there and go, these kids mm-hmm. don't know what that is. Why are they referencing this? Yeah. You know, like because the writers love it. Because the writers grew up with it, and the writers are older, and that's how you can tell. You know when. Older people are writing teenagers, obviously, like, but it really comes out like that. Whereas this is like, hey, we're going to want to make references that Danny shouldn't know. Here's a reason why we can do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, true. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and this is when Colleen walks into this trap that the kids set for her, uh, that they pretend to do a mugging. And... BB e. pulls a gun on her, but Colleen manages to grab it really easily, and they run away. And she follows them. And so, is it that she knows they're in that building because she sees the electricity being siphoned off, or it's tagged or something outside?
2: I, I did not work it out. I think the tags make her realize. Like she knew which direction they went in. The tags make her realize, oh, they're like living close by. And then I think she saw the the electricity cord. These kids are dumb. They're not really hiding their tracks yeah. very well.
0: Yeah, and, like, if they are really going up against, like, these gangs, like, they're going to get caught so quickly.
2: And why did they lay a trap for somebody, like, an alleyway away from their home? It's just very because stupid. Because they're not very dumb. Yeah.
0: They're, Nutty they're... knows all about setting traps for people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Once again, I'm scared of Nutty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she follows them to this place, and... Uh, BB reports to uh, Rhino, who slaps him for not killing Colleen. I love BB, by the way. What did you guys think of BB?
2: He's adorable. I feel like he should be a servant. Yeah, <laughs> like that's he's how little, adorable. He's, he's a little skellywag. Yeah, I, <laughs> but he's, he's I, he so came adorable. from some town called Riverdale. He thought he was all tough <laughs> there, and um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, I, I'm I, like, uh, I
1: don't know if I quite understand these kids and the purpose in the show so i'm just kind of like i guess i'll just sit and wait and see what happens with these people because not
0: quite i feel like bb should be cast as a live action aladdin because i just imagine him running
1: through new york being like riffraff street rat like this um i guess i just didn't understand because it's like they say that they've been there like this is their neighborhood they've been there forever but i don't know it seems like they don't know much of anything and so i'm just like Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, have you been there? Or and especially that BB kid. Like, is he new to the gang? And like, so has well, he he new? Was new. So
2: yeah,
1: he said he, said he just, was new. He
2: moved to that neighborhood. <laughs> like I said, he just came in from Riverdale and was looking for <laughs> you know some similar like minds. Uh, and he found these you know foot soldier wannabes. Um, Sorry, uh, I'm referencing like every comic book today. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. But um, I, I feel like these kids are going to become Colleen's Baker Street irregulars. Okay. Mm, okay. Or if Ooh. they're not, well, that what that's what they should have been. <laughs> <laughs> they they're not. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Or are they? <laughs> foilers. I love giving foilers. Sorry. You you're so... having way too much fun with those. <laughs> Yeah, I really am. <laughs> uh, so uh, Colleen tells them to come to Bayard for food, clothing, shelter, etc. Whatever they need. And um, they all agree. And then um, BB runs after her and she chats to him for a bit, gives him some vocabulary lessons because he doesn't go to school anymore apart from the for the free pizza. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's that scene. And when we see Colleen next, she arrives home to Danny. There's a lot of her... Danny arrives home, Colleen arrives home, and they talk about the Yang meeting, and this is when she suggests talking to Sherry Yang, and that's what they do in the next scene, and it's totally Colleen that takes over this scene and does it. She does a really good job as well. Like They explain it really well. And I also really like this actress who plays Sherry Yang. Yeah. I thought she was really good. Yeah. like She's just very sort of like, you know, yeah, that's what my husband does. We don't talk about it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I like I will take this seriously and she looks into it obviously and calls him and everything.
2: Yeah, I like I like how she's like, "Look, I want to do good for the community. Um I don't want to know his business because then mm-hmm. I would have I would feel complicit in it whereas, you know, many can say turning a blind eye." Um but also at the beginning of the first episode, uh Mr. Yang explains that his wife the way his wife describes the fish market it's like every all these fish swimming upstream thinking that they're getting a better life only to end up here and mr yang is saying that to davos like davos is the fish and you can hear right away no yang you're the fish fish. she keeps warning you and you're not listening which I just thought was really awesome. So I mm-hmm. think I think, uh, I think uh, Mrs. Yang is going to be pretty awesome if we see her again. And um, I love Colleen. <laughs> she's, just,
0: she's great. And I love Colleen. I do. <laughs> she is great. Yeah, she's awesome. And uh, they find out that there's the plan to hit the tigers that night. And that's what they're trying to prevent. They're trying to do negotiation instead of war. And, yeah, Colleen's awesome in this scene. And that's the last time we see... Oh, no, we see her right at the end of the episode when she answers the phone to Mary. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Yeah. Uh, So, should we talk about Davos next? Sure. Because we'll do talk about Davos and Joy together because they kind of have a lot of scenes together. Um, There's one major scene, obviously, I think we want to talk about. Um, But, yeah, Davos, he's tiny and angry.
1: (laughs) And well-dressed. Yes, and I love that yes. the
0: the, um, the his dad is uh, I guess Chinese. Uh, I can't remember the dad's name. His mum is Indian. Mm-hmm. Cause the the woman who is sitting watching the fight that's Davos's mum. And Davos has a Manchester accent, and I love it. I love Why it not? every time he speaks, and he's like Danny, Danny. <laughs> 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 wanna be wanna be the Iron Fist, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. I'm just like, why? Why do you have a Manchester accent? I love it. <laughs> I love that you kept your accent, a Duan. But like, yeah, it's just very funny.
2: I, I I keep like in my head thinking, oh, that's just how everyone in Kunlun speaks. <laughs>
1: so I don't think I. But realized Danny that should was have a, an accent. His mom there as well. I mean, I knew that it was his dad, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was his mom too. Like, no wonder they. Made, like, purposely made him yield. It's like both of his parents have to watch him die. Like, yeah, she's fucking Louise. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd mention that's his mom. We find
0: that out later, but it's not really a spoiler, so. Oh, yeah. that's, but, no, yeah, that's, that's his, his mom.
2: <laughs> I I so suspected. I, I was like, so is that supposed to be his mom? Like, isn't that a little convenient? Ah, whatever. She's got a I just thought off, it was but, like, well, the
1: more I think about it, the stranger it is. It's like, why would you want to be there to. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I
0: don't. Think I find it strange him. that they
1: called um, Davos just Davos,
0: and they called Daniel Daniel,
4: Daniel Rand- Ransom.
1: Yeah,
0: Daniel Ransom. Yeah, that's it. Like, I thought that was strange.
1: <laughs> but, Very informal know. with Davos.
0: <laughs> really, Davos? Oi, Davs.
1: Um,
0: so, <laughs> um, I'm a bit worried that Davos tells Yang. That as a child he used to go to the bottom of a ravine and yes. break the bones of corpses. <laughs> yes. I was like, um, I think uh, the the podcast, uh, my favorite murder, that would be some red flags. Red flags. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I break the bones of corpses. Uh, future serial yeah, killer. Yeah, we perhaps. knew Kunlun on horrible though. Yeah, we did. <laughs> like
1: yeah, I think his words were. For, for good measure, like I think he, it wasn't like it was purposely what he needed to do, or just because he had to walk through the ravine, like that's what he liked doing. <laughs> so yeah. it's a little. Uh, I don't think that had to do with Cullen. I think that was just him. It's just Davos being a creep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like as. Oh, of, see, I um, thought that was his job.
0: No, I no. think it was just him. No, it was just him. <laughs> yeah that's what i thought yeah oh damn um let's talk about when they go to joy's apartment and joy answers the door and she's goth joy because i was like joy's looking a bit gothy in that uh black outfit and i kind of like it really now, yeah tell me you're a fan of joy's yeah. fashions
1: um she you know what i noticed she had all that Black legs had little stars all over it. There were little black stars it? everywhere. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so cute. Um, her heels <laughs> were the highest I've seen her wear. I almost wow. fell over just watching her walk. <laughs> <laughs> they were insane.
0: That's why she towers over devils. <laughs>
1: well, then she's probably just taller than
0: him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. True. Um, yeah, and she's not happy to see Ward and with well, Danny, you know, even though she called this meeting,
2: I don't um, think she liked find, that they were chummy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That they're kind of running around to, well, I mean, Danny's not running it, but their, their photos are up as the co chairs, I guess, of a brand they? next. We saw them get put up at the end of the last season. Right. Um, yeah. But, um, we find, obviously find out at the start that, uh, Davos says he's got to talk to his partner and um, we don't know who the partner is until we see them interacting later but obviously we saw them meet up at the end of
2: um yeah we knew
0: season one yeah yeah so we knew and I think like madam Gow was listening in or something I can't I can't remember
2: oh um, yeah
0: yeah I think she was kind of sitting there um when Joy's sitting drinking wine alone later and Davos comes in and they talk about it, and this is when Davos talks about hate no. New York. It's a kingdom sorry. of iniquity. Oh, sorry.
2: What? It was Alexandra, the oh. Courtney Weaver that we oh. was singing. Oh, what in in Iron Fist? Really? Yeah, yeah. That was like the big reveal at the end of Iron Fist.
0: I don't remember that. Oh, okay. I so? I just remember them like meeting up, and it being like, "Oh, okay, these two, fair enough." Um, and. This is when um, Joy says that she was troubled by Danny's kindness, but she's not wavering from the plan. Uh, So we understand that they have a plan. What do you think their plan is at this point? Because we know it has something to do with shipping something in, possibly something to do with patents and a bowl.
1: Yeah, I I don't... I mean, I think that they have separate plans that they just happen to be working together to do. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know... I feel like hers would be more business related, where his is to get either the iron fist or something similar. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think that um, I think that it's all about bringing him down, mm-hmm. and so it's I'm gonna attack him on this side, get Joy what she yeah. wants, yeah, and then he'll be vulnerable for me to steal the iron fist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cuz she
0: says Joyce says that she feels like Danny completely destroyed her life and she wants him to know how that feels.
4: Yeah. Really? Exactly.
0: He didn't destroy the life. You know, it was Harold that like Yeah, lied to he her had nothing about to being do it with alive. it. Yeah. He wasn't even there when Harold faked his death. Yeah. Like be angry at Ward, I understand that, but yeah, why are you angry at Danny? Anyway. So, and um the next time we see them, we see Davos is when he's chatting with Danny by the bridge. And the bit we didn't mention is at the end when he kind of rather chillingly says that his question has been answered. Because Danny's like, I thought you had questions for me. And he's well, like, you've answered my questions.
1: <laughs> I, did stomp, th- stomp, stomp. I did think that was funny because I'm like, all he spent is this last five minutes asking you questions. So you obviously you've. You're done. Those were the questions he needed answered. Those were the
0: questions, yeah. Those them. What other question was there? What is your favourite flavour of Baskin Robbins? Yeah. Ooh, just want to know. Uh, <laughs> um, and he's asking him all about is there any way that you would willingly give up the Iron Fist? And Danny's like, nope. And I was just like, oh, okay. Do, 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 do. No reason I was asking that. <laughs> I'll be and on my way just, now. Just, Bye. you know, just because. I was just wondering you know just cause yeah exactly Uh, and then we um, see uh, Davos next I think when they're in the uh, we see all the flashbacks obviously I think it's at the auction when we see um, Joy talking to her friend what was her friend's name at the auction house oh Mika Prada I was like of the Prada Pradas (laughs)
2: <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know
0: the Prada's names. Um, and Mika fancies Davos, even though he is overly intense and doesn't eat meat and doesn't drink and <laughs> all the things. Doesn't have fun. Doesn't dance. Doesn't do anything. I think me and um, Rebecca were chatting about what would Davos dance to, and we decided it would be something stompy.
2: <laughs> uh, I was thinking like like German, um, like weird German music, oh, what, like yeah, Rammstein. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no not like gromstein but like you know uh du, du hast. <laughs> german trance or something you know or just like uh, cool. electro pop or something <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my i would love to see davos dancing mika um shows them the brass bowl that's due to be restored this is also after joy has uh revealed to ward that she knows he's in uh, na and ward is not happy about that and they go to view this bowl and they see this little Tibetan bowl, I guess. And it's going to come up for auction in three months. But Davos wants it now. And he views some blades because he's probably going to go and kill her because he's he's quick, um, right? Yeah. And Joyce says, no, I've got I've got another plan. And that plan involves all the wine. Oh. Um, this scene is super creepy. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it, it's in- horrible. It's, no, 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 we're just going to set her up with, like, a little honey pot, And I was is like, wait, I'm the honey? I don't do anything fun. What makes you think I'm going to have sex? Uh, mm. and, and, I, and I made
0: a vow that I wouldn't, because I'm the Iron Fist in his mind.
2: Yeah. And and then it's, no, no, you, you, you have to do this. And it's really squeaky, and uh, I, I'm not a fan. No. No. I I was very uncomfortable. Um, it was, like I said, I mean, if this is some reaction like, oh, we'll just have it happen to guys instead of women, no, that's not okay either. You know, it just, I I feel like, especially today, we need to be more mindful of the kinds of scenes that we write into shows. Mm -hmm. And you need to have a really good reason to do something like that. And I think that this was just a. I don't think they had a good reason.
0: I don't think it was exploitative. I like the fact that in a later scene with Yang, Davos says that he's made sacrifices. Yeah, um, I feel like it's a bit. It's a bit maniacal, supervillain of joy, to force him to do it. But from Davos's point of view, I kind of like it because he. It's probably one of the reasons as well that he resents Danny because Danny is obviously sleeping with Colleen and the the Iron Fist takes a vow of chastity so yeah. Davos is probably like well he's not even taking that seriously and he's so obsessed with becoming the Iron Fist that he has taken this vow of chastity and he's had to sacrifice that um, and that means something to him so I like it from that point of view but yeah I it's it's uncomfortable to watch because he really does not want to and then he's and she's right. Like um, Mika, when she says to him, "You really don't like me, do you?" And he doesn't. No. He's like disgusted by her because and, and that's with what the whole, and that's
1: what she's on. into. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, which is so gross. Like yeah.
2: she's getting off on the fact. Oh, for sure. That he's not really consenting. Yeah. And that's very gross.
0: Yeah, Mika's horrible. <laughs> she's ugh. yeah. I'm um, not okay. Okay. Let's talk quickly about Ward. Um, apart from the fact that I love him um, and he's my favourite character. Uh, what else about him? <laughs> the main scene we have with him on his own is, well, we have the scene with him and his assistant, Katie, but also we have this scene with him and his sponsor, Bethany, who she says she's a bad sponsor, but he thinks she's the best sponsor ever because <laughs> they're just making love of in the does.
1: supplies closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I did, and my note was like, no, you're a
2: terrible sponsor. You really are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <You're> um, <terrible. laughs> so my thought is, um, you know, often uh, people that are in NA, uh, narcotics is not their only drug, you know. Oh, um, yeah. mm-hmm. And and to me, like she is a sex addict as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and it is her falling off the wagon, so yeah, horrible sponsor and all of that. Um, at first, when he just like got up and was walking away, I was like, ugh, we're going to do this storyline, and then when they met up in the closet, I'm like, ah, it's creepy, it's gross, you're right, you're a bad sponsor, but at least we're not doing the, I'm in NA, but I refuse to participate in NA, you know, kind of mm-hmm. a thing. It's a, I'm here, I'm Really participating because I'm still, you know, I'm sublimating uh, one addiction for the other.
0: But also, he he's done like the turning up for the first part of it and everything, and she says yeah. it's the second part now. It's the sharing, and that's what yeah. he's having problems with.
2: Yeah. Well, and he's, because
0: like, yeah, how is he going to talk about like the fact that he, you know, killed yeah. his dad twice?
2: <laughs> he had to hide his dad was alive. How? Uh, his his friend the, the kid he used to bully Came back with a glowing hand um, Yeah maybe yeah. this is just not
1: the re- right Recovery program for him Is what I'm thinking
2: There needs to oh, be a superhero oh. one Should he should he join up in Jessica's support group <laughs> Yes Oh my god that'd be amazing There needs to be a
0: superhero support group For like addiction Because you Can... could have like um, Jessica you could have Ward You could have Tony Stark It'd be great
2: can I just please get a scene of Jessica and Ward in a support group? And she's just like, oh I don't need to be here. And then he starts talking. She's like, Oh, shut up. You
0: don't have any problems. The, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if the sass, the sass in that room might destroy all time and space between uh, it would be working. the attitude with <laughs> Ward and Jessica together on oh Wayward. word. And I even said to Rebecca, like when Ward appears the first time in this lift, I was like, he's been on screen for three seconds, and
2: he already looks pissed off. And I was like, I love him so much. His being pissed off at Joy felt like more than a brother pissed off at a sister. Mm-hmm. It felt, it felt different. It was like, it was like a, an ex kind of a thing. And I'm like, you remember they're actually brother and sister, right, Scott? Buck? <laughs> Scott Buck? This is all you? It's um,
0: I don't know, I, I felt it felt fine because obviously they were they weren't just um brother and sister they were partners as well yeah at the yeah. um at the work so and they were very close um so i kind of got that but um he clearly wants to reconnect with joy because when they meet he's yeah. like oh you're here you're coming back yay and then she says nope and he looks disappointed and she does say you know he constantly just makes everything about himself which he does
2: what well, duh he's an addict yeah exactly kind of what they do Mm -hmm.
0: um but yeah i love ward that's all i wanted to say right
2: let's talk about oh god when tech and i were talking about this upcoming season and i said it can only get better uh he said well as long as my favorite uh drug addict is there i'm in (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) i was just like i i spent i think the first episode being like where's my hot mess ward because and I think I said to Rebecca we should have hair watch for ward because the messier ward's hair gets the more he's like falling back into like bad behavior so you can always tell what's happening with him by how messy his hair is yeah which I like let's talk about Mary
1: oh boy okay go on go Tammy go she's well okay so uh I don't know I already I know who she's supposed to be but like we should say
0: nutty do you know who yes, she is supposed yes. to
1: okay. be okay, okay.
0: typhoid mary or yeah. bloody mary we have, i'm not sure which and we have said it on the uh the podcast as well yeah. so yeah and
1: i think honestly, it was, i think yeah. it's been but i don't actually know a lot about her character yeah. so i you know i feel like i'm learning it about it for the first time which is fine i haven't like looked into it or anything like that um she this actress is great she <laughs> Mm
3: -hmm. She
0: is fantastic. When she first appeared, even though she had the red hair, though, I did have face blindness with her, because I I just get her and Trish mixed up their faces. But because she, I think, has got the red hair, and she ties it up later, I think I'm like, okay, I can tell them apart, that's good. (laughs) I've got, like, face blindness like you have, Nutty, with with white guys. (laughs) These two actresses, they just, yeah, I just... Like, I, I was convinced for the longest time that it was um, Rachel Taylor and not Alice Eve that appeared in Black Mirror. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, Trish is in Black Mirror. And then I was like, oh no, it's not her, it's the other one. <laughs> it's the
2: other one. I yeah, recently yeah. had to do a like one of those harassment training video things, and it was, you know, this guy says this, this person says this, this person says this, this guy says that, and it was white guy uh, black woman uh latina uh, asian woman white guy and i'm like it's the same white guy wait 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 it's that- <laughs> totally distracted because i'm like it's totally the same white guy and I call the goes, i think they might be different i'm like that's totally the same <laughs> <white guy."> <laughs> <laughs> so i understand yes and and you know yeah. bl- blonde white ladies they're often very similar, so it's easy to, uh, it's easy to do that, especially when there's, you know, there's like that Hollywood type.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, she's English, Alice Eve, um, and I've really liked her in everything she's been in, apart from Star Trek, but she didn't really have much to do in that, Yeah. In the movies. But, yeah, everything I've seen her in, I've always been very impressed with her, and I think she's really good in this role.
1: Yeah, I, I really like it, um, she's just a nut, which, I would assume that's what the comic book character is. So she's By doing. The way, I a didn't
2: job, realize that was Carol Marcus from the Star Trek. Yeah, Carol Marcus. I didn't. I didn't realize that. So yeah, yeah. No, she's she's been she's really good. Um, I forgot that Typhoid Mary was going to be a thing, and as soon as she started like uh, going when she, once she went to the bathroom and then she wipes the mirror, I'm like, oh, is this a school mm-hmm. personality? Oh, is this Typhoid Mary? So. It was, it was a
0: pleasure. We also have, like, a cool thing, because Alice Eve naturally has, um, what's it called, heterochromia,
2: mm-hmm. where her eyes are
0: different colors, which oh, I was I like, well, that's that. kind of yeah. fits the character. She's got one blue eye and one green eye, cool. and it's not that obvious. You can sometimes see it in the show, but that's, like, she has anyway. But I was like, that's kind of a cool thing to have for this yeah, character.
2: Okay. Yeah, you know? she probably has to um, fix it for most of her roles, and this is, like, the one time it comes in handy.
0: Yeah, yeah. But um, I, yeah, I really like her in this because she's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Even the, as, like... Sort of, she just zones out all the time
1: and... like yeah. that cal- go on, the, the calm version of Mary is still a complete weirdo that I'd be like, yeah, what? I'm not taking you up to my fucking apartment. I don't know. <laughs> you, you are just an odd bird and I will walk you to wherever you need to go and leave yep. you there. Like, that's... Yep. You Even
0: with her like either. humming "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star" is weird when she yeah. gets home, you know. Yeah. And we see the these um,
2: notes were awesome. the posted
0: notes. Yeah. yeah,
2: that was chilling. Yeah. Pay attention
0: to the uh, handwriting on the post-its. <gasps> oh, mm. it's not Are a plot point, point, but point I just thought it was and cool. Uh, I'm not going to say. Hmm. Hmm. I this scene where I think I wrote my exact note to Rebecca was. Well, Mary has an interesting relationship with running water because <laughs> she goes into like the bathroom, the kitchen and just puts all the running water oh, yeah. on, and she's crying. And then she just sits there and starts laughing. And I was like, oh, you're creepy. Yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah. The um, so the running water thing is mm-hmm. um, it's actually a I, I don't again. I, maybe I'm giving them credit where credit isn't due, but it <laughs> is a coping mechanism for anxiety. And um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, compulsive thoughts or perseverating thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, it, running water so, to drown out your own thoughts, to give yourself some white mm-hmm. noise, is it, it, it is a, a coping mechanism and it is a technique that some people use. So that could be why she goes to the bathroom and uses the shower or just the sink faucets and whatnot when she feels these episodes coming on um i'm i'm keeping shtim. you're you're keeping what shtim. i don't <laughs> is know that what a that, word? <laughs> i don't know what you're saying what's shtim? i'm
0: keeping quiet i'm not saying oh. anything oh okay. yeah your mum keeping
2: mum keeping mum yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Both laughs> gotcha yeah, yeah. when so she's I, um... I, I thought that was interesting again i might be giving them credit where credit is not due but uh that's a, that's a, that's if if they did that on purpose, good for them. I like this whole thing with her
0: being an artist because that is not in the comics. No. That's a new thing. No. But I kind of like that, and she. And maybe I identified a bit too much but she's talking about I would draw for anyone who would pay me. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I kind of feel the same. <laughs> uh, um,
2: I know I that I charge. Awesome. Yeah, I charge less when I'm doing commissions than what I would for, like, graphic art as my, you know, Mm -hmm. hourly rate. Um, Because I much prefer doing fine art. (laughs) So, yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. Um, I think that uh, she's got that very naive, out-of-town, you know, small-town girl to the new city kind of a vibe going for her. And Mm -hmm. uh, I totally dig it. But I did notice her art is very precise and very controlled yeah. and I think that's really good considering you know what we do know about her yeah you know I don't think and it would be really interesting if like some of the other alts are also artists and if the art style changes depending on who it is that would be kind of fun um but uh I think that you know, she's she's trying so hard to keep everything in control and in check that we we us seeing it in her art is uh, again. If they did it deliberately, good on them. So that was really yeah, good. I
0: think
1: so.
2: What did you think
0: about the scene where she went into the bathroom?
1: What into Danny and Colleen's bathroom? Into yeah, yeah. Um, I thought you're creating a steam room in their yeah. bathroom <laughs> and then you just leave it like. What do we like? Can you imagine if they walked in after she left? They'd be like, what the hell?
2: (laughs) They're already thinking, what the hell? Um, Oh, yeah. No, we definitely saw her switch personalities in there. You know, she she switched to, it. you know, going into the ponytail uh, was a big sign. Um, a nice visual clue yeah yeah and and her wiping only half of her face away
0: which was a hint to her appearance in the comics where she has half white makeup down her face yeah Yeah. that shot was beautiful where she wiped half of it away and we got that that kind of hint at the typhoid mary Mm -hmm. makeup Mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: because i love typhoid mary she's a she's a she's a difficult character there's some writing issues with her in the comics I really love her character. And I have cosplayed as two versions of her in the past.
2: Oh, neat. I love her. I know her yes. mostly because I was in a role-playing group where I had a character that um, had split personality or, or DID, but only one of the alts knew about the DID. Oh, and that one was okay. a murderess and would clean up after the murder and try to spoil relationships for the for the main and people are like Are you just doing Typhoid Mary? I'm like wait what? <laughs> <Who>? <laughs> so, uh, I know it simply Because I accidentally Played it without needing to <laughs>
3: Oops.
2: And then I was cool. fascinated So I, I know yeah. of her I just don't I've never read her comics
0: Cool cool I Well, I, I might have, a, well, I'll have more to say about her I guess in the next few weeks um, I think uh, okay. Any notes on any other bits you want to mention? I think so
2: I'm really happy that it's not just it. It seems like we're gonna have multifaceted uh, arcs going on. There's a definite Colleen arc. There's this Mary arc, and then there's the uh, Triad arc. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and Davos and Joy arc. You know, I mean, like I think that starting it out with all of the arcs is probably going to do very well for this season.
0: And a Ward arc. Oh,
2: yeah, well, there's Sex that. Sex in the
0: cupboard arc. Ward is always
2: his own arc.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> <It> really is. <laughs> uh, okay, would you guys like some Easter eggs? Yes, yeah, please. Yeah, please. You, I'm sure you are very hungry for Easter eggs. Hmm. Okay, so I get these from Den of Geek website um, because half of these I don't know myself, <laughs> so... The title of the first episode is The Fury of Iron Fist, and that is taken right from the first appearance of Danny Rand in Marvel Premiere number 15. Um, So it's, uh, Den of Geek say that it could be seen as a kind of statement of intent about how this show wants to go back to square one and right the wrongs of its first season. Uh, I don't know about that. Um... Let's have a look. One of the ones. So most of these uh, this season is loosely based on stuff from Iron Fist number fourteen and fifteen, and Marvel Team Up numbers sixty three and sixty four from nineteen seventy seven. Uh, specifically for this episode, though, Iron Fist number fifteen opens with Danny stopping a truck heist in an alley. So it might be coincidence, but it's kind of cool. Uh, they mention about Danny's costume that he's wearing, or his sort of costume and also how it kind of um, looks a bit like uh, Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat. And I was like, it does! <laughs> it does!
3: <laughs>
0: um, there is a mention about the Golden Tigers. The Golden Tigers appeared in 1976's Iron Fist Number 8. Um, they weren't as low-key as they are in uh, in the show, and I will post a image in the Skype chat for you guys. They have very nice uh, tiger masks on them. It might not have worked in the show. I'll post that in there for you guys to see while we're doing this. There you go. Uh, it's quite funny. What oh, my God. Wow.
1: I love that.
0: <laughs>
2: but they're, I want them. they amazing. Are they not those...
1: wearing pants? What is that? They happening? are not wearing no. pants.
2: I want them to wear those little, like, uh, robes and no pants. Uh, and, those... <laughs> and those masks. Yes. <laughs> and the tiger masks. Oh, can masks. there be, like, some crazy sex party that that shows up at? <laughs> It would be a pretty amazing. <laughs> um,
0: so, Joy Meacham working with Davos uh, here is kind of a nod to her early comic appearances, where the character was particularly motivated by her resentment for Danny Rand. Uh, however, they do say it's a lot more interesting on the show than it ever was in the comics. Uh, the restaurant fight at the end takes place in The Silver Lotus, which was name-checked in Uncanny X-Men First Class Number no. 4, ...where Jean Grey, Storm, Colleen Wing and Misty Knight all show up. Um, and another note is that at one point, Colleen Wing and Jean Grey were roommates, which is interesting. Oh. Um, they say that uh, folks absolutely do do Tai Chi in Columbus Park. Um, oh. the, uh, obviously, the fight in Kunlun, the flashbacks, they're wearing the closest we've seen to the traditional Iron Fist and Steel Serpent masks... Um, There's a key difference, though. In the comics, Davos didn't fight Danny for the right to face Lao. He fought Wendell Rand, Danny's father, all of which would be too weird, annoying, confusing for the show anyway. And it makes sense that they've made Danny and Davos essentially brothers, which I think is true. Uh, Nevertheless, that fight was ended the same way with a victorious uh, uh, Rand so Wendell Rand in that case, but only after Davos refuses to yield. In the comics, it's Tai, the August personage in Jade, who stops the fight, while here it's Davos' father, Lee-Kung the Thunderer. So a bit different in that. Uh,
3: um,
2: one thing I did want to mention, and I forgot uh, for Typhoid Mary, is she's a mutant, right?
0: Yeah, in the comics, she is a mutant who has um, telekinetic and pyrokinetic powers. So she sets
2: things on fire with her mind. She's one of the few mutants that was not in that, like, 500-character Bible that Fox got, which I think is interesting. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah. yeah, because they got, like, 500 characters or something. She's not really
0: mainly a mutant. She's more, they do bring it up, like, there was an issue of Daredevil when she came back Mm -hmm. um, a few years ago during the Bendis run where she sets Matt Murdock on fire. Just with her mind mm-hmm. um so yeah she's she's scary i think her powers are more related to when she's her other personas mm-hmm. um i think she officially has four personas now um yes. but one of them you don't see that much it's like it's basically her as a super mutant but generally her four personas are seen as mary who's kind of sweet and innocent one typhoid mary who is uh, more cunning and uh, has more of a sexual and violence appetite, and Bloody Mary, who is kind of psychotic.
2: And I think I read somewhere that there's a, whatever her last name is, is the name of another one that is basically the the therapist and mediator. <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm not saying I, anything. It brought up such a picture for me because I was like. um that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: we shall we shall see uh yeah, yeah, so but
2: I thought that was interesting because I I remember um I think it was like Ryan Reynolds or somebody that uh when talking about Deadpool 2 they're like yeah well when Fox made the deal there were like 500 characters that they agreed on, and so we're like, well, who are we going to have in Deadpool 2 Let's open up this book and try and find some of the most obscure ones we can. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so I thought, I thought that was really interesting. That oh, they did not put Typhoid Mary in that one.
0: Yeah, cool. I think I think she's more tied in. She it, like she'd be more in like a package with Daredevil than as a mutant. Because even though she is a mutant, I think she's more a Daredevil yeah. character than like shows up in the the X Men
2: well um, and doesn't she have like some of her origin story with daredevil
0: yeah it's kind of troubling we'll get more into that oh yeah later. oh yeah, yeah it's different in the like, like most of the origin stories it's a lot different in the show but uh yeah we can go over one of her origin stories which is like hmm we don't know about that as i said there's troubling aspects to the the character um she was created by a female writer so that's cool and the Hmm.
3: Um,
0: that so is it's cool. kind of uh, yeah kind of cool uh, so now it's time for quotes tell me tell me ding dong you can go oh. first oh
1: if you okay I don't have many yeah I don't have a lot um let's see um oh you want to go first uh no Here oh good go. while you go on rumspringer in the lower east side I'm the one in the hot seat
0: word word bless him uh nutty
2: yeah i don't know <laughs> come back
0: to me that's fun. i have one between colleen and danny which is i kind of like that you don't know who spongebob is he's a sponge named bob that's yeah, that, basically my spongebob knowledge as well
2: that was adorably
1: cute <laughs> um let's see i've got another one uh if joy wants to start something new she has that right and again great great job jo- danny that's fine, she wants to start something new, but you have no clue because you're, you're not reading it. <laughs> you're not asking yeah, questions, you're exactly. just signing away your rights. <laughs> exactly. Oh,
0: Danny. And I'll have one from Albert, which is I swear, some men feast while others starve. <laughs> Poor Albert. Talking about Danny's way with ladies.
1: Uh, oh, oh, that's, that's also Albert's, that's Albert's other one, Your Girlfriend is My Future Wife. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> Danny's like, you can look for your future wife, and he's like, your girlfriend is my future wife. <laughs> oh, there's one by that kid, Rhino, which was ridiculous, which is, get out of my kitchen, lady, before you get burned. Yeah. <laughs> like, God. Um. And when I had actually another one, I had more than I thought, which was between Katie and Ward. Katie says... I'm glad to um, throw in a batshit crazy if you like. And Ward says, oh, oh, I do like. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool.
2: Oh, I got one. Uh, I brought cronuts. Does that count? <laughs> Does it count less if I sent my assistant out to get them? <laughs> I do share. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: had one one last one from Ward as well, which is just when Joyce says, say hello to Davos. And he goes, hello,
1: Davos. <laughs> it just really made me laugh. I, I like that. Yeah, he goes. Hello Davos And then he goes I I give it a week Like right
0: to him Just like No He does not care Right Now it's time To rate the episodes
2: Oh wait Can we Uh... also throw in Where Mika keeps Calling him Davis Yeah Yes Oh Davis I think uh, Moira should start
0: calling uh, Her son Davis Davos (laughs) no he'll
2: never grow <laughs> i'm sorry i i feel so bad about making all of these little jokes it's just <laughs> only because he wasn't this little <laughs> last
1: season <laughs> he's so teeny tiny oh he's
0: adorable
3: yeah.
0: uh okay nutty what would you like to rate episodes one and two
2: okay um i think i think they started out pretty good um I think, uh, yeah, I I was, uh, I'm not sure which is which right now, but, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually give both of them the same rating, uh, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so Steven, Steven, geez, uh, episode one, I'm gonna give it eight fish swimming ahead thinking that they're going upstream out of (laughs) ten, and, um, I'm gonna give episode, uh, two, uh, Eight did personalities out of ten. Uh, so yeah, they they're, they're all they're both uh, pretty good. I, I'm happy with them. Maybe I'm rating them high because I'm comparing them to last season. Um, already, I feel like this could be good. You know, I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm feeling good about this season. I'm hoping for the best. Uh, the fight scenes are much better already, uh, and and Danny does not make me angry. So. Hopefully that continues. That's good. Cool. Uh,
0: I have such low Tams. expectations. Low expectations are good to have. Because then it will probably meet them. Yeah. <laughs> and exceed them. Tell me Tams.
1: Alrighty. So the first episode, I give a 7 out of 10 old brushes of chaos. Um, <laughs> I just... Uh, it, it was very much a setup episode for me. Like, it was just was, you know, which makes sense. It's the first episode. So it, it didn't have, I didn't feel like a lot going for it. Other than um, Albert, I liked him, but other than that, I was just like, okay, yeah. well, we're just kind of meeting characters and seeing old faces again. Okay, cool. Um, it wasn't bad, just didn't have much. Uh, okay, and then the second episode, I gave slightly higher. I gave eight out of ten to gang triads because <laughs> I just don't understand. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> has to be a third one and it's kind of bothering me now <laughs> that we're this triad um, but sure uh, yeah I just thought that one was better I thought we fi- we were getting into the story more and I really liked seeing this whole reveal of how Danny really became the Iron Fist and, and had the chance to fight Lau and it was bullshit and it was great <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah I like that awesome Uh, Yeah, and
0: I um, actually really liked both of these episodes. I know they were set set up, like, well, the first one was set up, but I was so excited to see uh, some of these characters uh, cough ward um, because I love Ward. I just think he's great. I think the actor is so compelling in everything he does um, Uh that I was so excited to see him. So I'm going to give that one 8 out of 10, teeny tiny stompy puppy davoses and i'm going to give the second one eight out of ten as well because i enjoyed it i think it's a strong start lots of stuff going on setting up for the season i love mary i think mary's awesome so i'm going to give the second one eight out of ten vulcan death grips that davos did to yang that we didn't discuss in the episode
2: Oh yeah. Poor, yeah, poor Mr. Yang Yeah or Mr. Murderer Yang <laughs> That cuddly murderer
0: <laughs> So that gives episode 1 an average of 7.6 out of 10 and episode 2 an average of 8 out of 10 because we all gave it 8 <laughs> Nice. That was easy <laughs> Cool <laughs> Uh, right, now it's time for feedback And we have loads of feedback <laughs> So much feedback wow. Tammy, I have sent you some voicemails yeah. So Would you like to read An email, Nutty? Yeah, sure In your lovely dulcet tones
2: uh, I'm not sure I have those But okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> This one I just sent is from Carl
2: Oh, that's so weird It all showed up as bold oh. Skype, you're so weird yeah i get to the actual chat there we go oh now that's time gotta love it all right hang on let me put my painting to the side Sorry, this is awful radio all right here we go all right from carl hello it's carl one third of the powerful trifecta (laughs) known as the immortal iron fist podcast sons of the dragon are, are there are there actually two more, or is this like the triad? Um, it's me. <laughs> okay, now that I've gotten that shameless plug out of the way, what I hated and loved in the first two episodes. Let's start with what I hated. Nothing! Now on to the love <laughs> parts. Let me first state that everyone seems better in their roles. I love that Danny is protecting the streets as a pledge to Daredevil and has his mini-crime watch lab set up there in the apartment at the dojo. Uh, the, the first appearance of the Iron Fist is a powerful one, knocking the engine out of an armored car, showing us it's all good for more than just one thing, punching the ground, which is still done too much. Of course. On a side note, all the fighting is so much better. Uh, I also loved the fact that Danny is singing... Oh, slinging furniture for a day job. (laughs) she was (laughs) singing for a day job. Oh, oh, you'd be so good. Um, On the street. It's on the street. uh, Yeah, it's on the street presence. Yeah, the everyman idealism that we all so loved from Luke and Danny in Power Man and the Iron Fist. The introduction of Mary went well, and she is a great actress with a frame that, is believable that she can throw down. Now for good old Davos. The man can ooze evil, hate, and anger. Oh, yes, (laughs) so much anger. Since you're discussing only one and two, I'm stopping here. Let's just say he chews up the scenery in every shot he's in. Thank you. Uh, Now, last but not least, good old Finn Jones. He has matured, not only in the character, but in the acting of the character. Yes, I believe this is in part to a better to better writing, directing and the new showrunner. Great start. uh, Great first two shows. I can't wait to talk about it with my crew.
0: Awesome.
2: Thanks, Carl.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. Thanks for writing in
1: uh we Ar- have a email oh go on. do you want what? me to play at least one of the
0: yeah characters. go on we have i think matt split his into
1: moira. episode one episode two i think moira did oh maybe she oh, did. Moira did. i don't know someone did but yeah we're gonna listen to i think one of moira's okay maybe it's both of them <laughs> 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 whatever <laughs> we'll see <laughs> all right Ar- this is back season two and although
4: i might have been originally somewhat dreading it i have just watched episode one <laughs> And didn't hate it. You know what? Uh, Yeah, the choreography is better with the fight scenes. I actually like Colleen and Danny together. They have pretty good chemistry. And Danny is much less of a labradoodle and seems a heck of a lot more self-assured than before, which is, you know, necessary for us to all be able to stand it. Um, love seeing ward again and joy again you know i think we're a bit worried we might not see them and they're back so i'm happy about that but joy all right i'm right uh like i don't know i got five minutes to go honestly the end of episode one as i'm recording this and joy and davos have just had their chat where um she says that danny deserves to know what it feels like to have his life ripped apart all right i'm gonna take issue with this can we just back up joy this this is not playing logically with me at all because your father was the one who pretended to not be around and, and hid from mm-hmm. you all because he wanted to have uh, immortality with the help of, you know, the hand. And you're mad at Danny? No, you should be pissed with your dad. Your dad was a, a monstrous asshole. So <laughs> that right there just annoys me. It, it, you know, if you guys can tell me something I'm forgetting or missing or something that makes this seem more believable, um, it's just irritating me right now. All right, I'm going to watch the rest. Okay, I finished episode one, and I actually honestly finished episode two. Uh, end of one, when Danny's punting the door in his little secret um, um, subway hideaway. That just kind of made me laugh. So what he this is where he gets his frustrations out, and he doesn't show Colleen or what. I, I need more info on that. Anyway, all right, episode two. Um, get to see a lot more joy happening and davos happening. oh and as an aside i'm just thinking this will make you you ladies very happy that davos is uh not only represented but starts to get you know unclothed (laughs) sorry and i forgot to say um right at the beginning of the the first episode when uh, i don't know if you guys watched the um previously on section but they, they showed a tiny snippet of the plane crash once again and like, yes. <laughs> no. in my head was no. tammy's voice kind of going no no not the stupid plane crash again <laughs> really anyway funny. i digress all right so back to episode two um yeah so sexy davos yay um <laughs> i actually really enjoyed the the uh, flashback to the Davos Danny battle for the right to fight the dragon, um, pretty pretty bloody, but just more seeing that Danny outsmarted him, which I guess is why they granted it to him. So what? Davos feels that Danny didn't earn it because he Danny no because Davos didn't actually say I yield and his dad stepped in at that point and stopped the fight. I don't know, I, bleh, whatever. Get over it, Davos. They picked you. Because Daniel is smart as you. He brought you into the sunshine, so deal with it. And I don't know what the hilarious <laughs> little Balkan mind melt fake trick, you know, pincher thing, tap-tap on the neck was that Davos pulled on Mr. Yang. But yo, tr- teach me that if I ever have an enemy I want to. <laughs>
0: yeah. oh,
4: wow. Not believable at all, okay? But really, really pretty cool. Anyhow, Listen. i'm just sort of ranting on rambling but you know what i'm doing that because this is good that's the thing this is unexpectedly good you guys i so hope you agree um this is fun it's just fun to watch so yeah i just want to keep going and watch more and uh, anyway that's my feedback and um i know it hasn't been very coherent i do apologize i was excited so yeah cool can't wait to hear what you think as usual all right talk to you later bye
1: Thank I you, love Moira. you, Moira. <laughs> we love exactly. you. Oh. Yeah, it was like the three-fingered heart attack. I don't know what. what you okay, did so yeah, like
2: the... I know what that is. Uh, that I think is supposed to be demac, which is uh, so you know. Please how... tell that you can do that, and I'll be even more scared of you, nutty. I uh, went to a seminar on pressure <gasps> points. I cannot do that. I can do something that will make you just drop down, which won't make you happy but it's not just touching the neck it's you know touching the arm and then touching the neck at the same time and you know uh kind of sending two nervous signals at the same time to your brain and it makes you go ah anyway uh the the idea is so you know how like acupressure makes you feel Mm -hmm. better when you're not feeling good uh the idea is using that same uh idea but to cause pain and to cause uh unpleasantness and if you read the books they are so trippy dippy it's almost like uh Danny Rand talking about his chi and um usually when anybody talks about chi I roll my eyes because it's like yeah okay whatever um we I did go to a seminar uh that was taught by somebody who is pretty high up in the this kind of practice the idea is that you take the pressure points and And you apply it to whatever martial art that you're already doing. So it's not Mm -hmm. a martial art in itself, it's just added on to whatever. And it was really funny, because the guy's like, oh yeah, because earth and wood and fire and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, none of this makes sense. And there's a a friend of mine, he's a a chiropractor, and he goes, oh no, because that nerve is connected to that nerve, and what you're doing is you're sending that. And he starts explaining it medically, and I'm like, oh, all right, this, this, this starts to make sense now. It doesn't work like that. There is mm-hmm. no, like, two taps and then somebody's going to die of a stroke. Like, you can't cause a stroke. There's no
0: five-point palm exploding oh. heart technique.
2: No, no, there is no stroke, you know, tap somebody three times on the neck uh, to create a stroke uh, technique. But if they can make Danny's chi heal people and Danny teach Luke Cage how to harness his chi... I guess uh, the magic of Dimok works. Uh, yeah, it, it's BS. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, take what you will. But I understand where it's coming from, and it is, uh, you know, it, it, it does make sense that Davos might have learned that in Kunlun. Although, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I'm really starting to think that Kunlun is a lot worse of a place than we thought it was. <laughs> I'll say that in
0: the fight between Davos and Danny, it looks like Davos starts to do that to yeah. Danny's neck, but Danny gets out of it. I only noticed that the second time I watched it. I was yeah, like, yeah. he's doing that little palm thing on his neck.
2: So I mean, I'm I'm thinking, you know, Kung Lun is doing more than teaching how to protect Kunlun and and all and and positive martial arts. I think they're training little killers as well. So, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, well,
0: well, yeah, because they've got to kill all the hand. That's what they want to do.
2: Yeah. Kunlun's a scary place. It is. I, I don't want to go. I, it, I, I, I wouldn't mind going outside of it to meet Xiao Lao, but other than that, no, thank you.
0: Right, I've got an email from Vicky. Vicky says, Yo, welcome back. It, so feedback. Sorry this isn't in episode or chronological order. I'm crap at feedback, so I'm just typing stuff as it comes to me. Point one. Not a fan of sexy times happening within the first 10 minutes of ep 1. Can we go like a whole episode of any TV show without having the sexy times happening? <laughs> Point two. Love the lighting that all the Marvel Netflix shows have, and I think that the greens and yellows in Iron Fist really showcases the gritty backdrop of the city. Point three. I have such a lady boner for joy. Holy shit. <laughs> Point four. Point four. The scene with the antiques lady and yet more sexy times made me really uncomfortable. I didn't like the way that she pretty much forced herself on him, despite him repeatedly pushing her away. It was a little too squicky for my liking. I agree. Agreed. Uh, number five. All the Chinese food made me really hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number six. I am loving Mary so far. I'm super interested to see how they portray her character and how they do her transition into Typhoid Mary. So far, I'm finding her character really interesting. I just hope that they deal with mental illness in a sensitive way rather than just reverting to the tired old psycho bitch role. I mean, she is, but it's rare to see multiple personality disorder be portrayed sympathetically on TV and film. That's all I have for Eps 1 and 2. It's not much, but there we are.
2: I agree. I agree. that was- mm-hmm. I'm one of the reasons why I refused to watch the movie Split was because it really felt like to me that they were going to be exploitive. And Mm -hmm. I'm told that the title's possibly misleading. I don't know. And apparently I'm going to have to watch it if I want to watch Glass, but... Yeah, I think,
0: yeah, you'll need to watch it to watch Glass because there's... Yeah,
2: I'm very sensitive when it comes to using mental health issues as a gimmick or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, making a a mental health issue a reason for a villain, because there are people that struggle with this every day. Um, Mm -hmm. Not 100% great, but, you know, probably one of the best uh, DID uh, on TV that I've seen would be United States of Terror.
0: Yeah, which I haven't seen, but I've
2: heard Tony
0: Collette's amazing in
2: it. It's on Netflix. It's pretty amazing. Uh, You... (laughs) Like, I don't know why she didn't get uh, an Emmy for that, because, wow.
1: Yeah. Mm,
0: yeah, I need to check it out.
2: Um, ready?
1: Cool, uh, are you ready for uh, Matt's yeah. feedback? All right. Matt Part 1. Matt Part 1. It takes forever. That for, oh, it was ready. Now it's not. Okay, hold on. All right, there we go. So Claire wanted feedback for Iron Fist, which is not something I had planned on doing. I actually had not planned <laughs> on watching Iron Fist. Um, I thought I was done with these Marvel
5: shows. Or rather, yeah, not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I like that one, but the Netflix Marvel shows, but I've been hearing nothing but good things about season two, and the finale is apparently, like, bonkers, you never see it coming, uh, changes everything, kind of, like, worth worth watching the season just to watch the finale, like, so that has me really excited, I have no idea where it's, where it's going, and just enjoying, uh... Uh, I like Danny Rand and Colleen. I like their relationship. I think they're a cute couple. Uh, I know that's probably not a popular opinion, but I like them together. I don't like Davos. I don't see his appeal. I said that last (laughs) season. uh, Tammy and Claire were both like, oh, we love Davos. He's so, I don't know, handsome. Is he? Uh, I guess so. Yes, yes.
1: Uh, Yes. He's such a sour Uh,
5: His body is a temple. Yeah, it is.
1: Really
5: is. Asshole I hate him, can't stand him Loving Mary though I know she's be- going to become like a villain This season, typhoid Mary Right now she's just some weirdo From Wisconsin with a wandering accent <laughs> uh, And of post-it notes And then at the end I couldn't figure out what Danny was Hitting uh, it was Like he was just hitting a wall for some reason So I turned on the audio description and found out that it was a steel door. Okay. Uh, But what was funny is that the guy doing the audio description for Netflix says, and I quote, Danny stares down at his glowing appendage. (laughs) So now I cannot stop thinking about that. (laughs) His his glowing appendage.
2: Um, Anyway, on to episode two. Goodbye. All right. The visually impaired are going to have some serious... Uh, yeah. differences in what they're seeing here yeah. um, I will say that yes Davos is one of those self-righteous vegan types uh, yeah. who turns his nose down but that's part of the character you know he, he, yeah. just because like I would never be friends with Davos but I'd love him as a character Yeah, exactly.
1: and he's so pretty he, he is very pretty he's not yes, my food
2: truck is. ninja so whatever he's, yeah he's food truck ninja we love him <laughs> He's, um, he's kind of my type, I guess. Apparently, I have a type. Uh, you know? Uh, uh, shades, tech, Davos. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got an email
0: from oh, Rebecca. Okay, and
1: then
0: I'll do... Yeah, which is uh, just a quick email based on some of her notes from the first two episodes. So these were notes she made while, while I was watching it with her. Episode one. Danny has a new job as a mover. Colin... Slash Danny have much gentler sex than any of the other Defenders. Ward repping the quick and dirty sex, though. All for it. I love Ward. Joy still has nice taste in clothes, even in her goth phase. Quote, (laughs) let him bark. End quote. Big dog energy from the start. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Danny is still very food focused. Davos sounds no fun and hangs out with Joy. Okay, it amused me. I appreciate his seriousness. Great fight in the restaurant slash kitchen. Nice to see Danny knowing Colleen can take care of herself in the kitchen. Fight, not cooking. And a bit of stress punching at the end. Episode two, Danny's day off. Danny's day off. Only Danny can see someone once and just assume they're friends. But yay, at least he knows how to play the I have a girlfriend card. Hair tied back is clearly our indicator that Mary means business. I appreciate the dojo apartment is... Yellow and green, obviously, because that's Iron Fist colours. Flashback, the dojo is bloody gorgeous. Fight looking good. Sam is cute. <laughs> Glad Danny's still showing a few anger issues for some continuity. Ward is such a dick, and I love him so much. Again, Danny lets Colleen try the non-combat route. Doesn't butt in. Davos, hilariously grumpy, but this is really gross on Joy and other women. and uh, Another woman, sorry. Definitely coerced sex, and that is not okay. The flashback fight is so brutal, and I love it. And then back to the present with the funky neck tap technique. Oh, Mary has their number. Danny's got himself a stalker. Sorry, it's not more more coherent, just didn't want to forget, as always.
1: Thank you, Rebecca. Oh, yeah, I did think that that was so weird that she called him. I was like, oh. Mm. oh. She's got photos. Uh,
2: Yeah. yeah. It was so weird that they had a telephone. (laughs) Like a landline with a corded headset, like green bakelite, which you know, green because Iron Fist. But like, where'd you get that? Were you like, what is this thing
0: she's using?
1: I mean, I've never seen this you know, before. I know Danny's missed a lot of pop culture, but you think there's some things he could just pick up on?
2: <laughs> Dude, if that's a rotary phone, like even better.
1: <gasps> oh, that would be amazing all right you right.
2: oh, i grew you're up oh, i grew up by the way with rotary phones and like people would come over to my house and they're like i don't how, how do i call my mom i don't understand i had rotary
1: phones yeah.
2: as well i love rotary phones
5: i had them when i was younger uh all right ready for matt part two mm-hmm, yeah. uh, i forgot to mention in my episode one feedback which i'm trying to keep these short that i enjoyed the kitchen fight scene okay Uh, Episode 2, more of Mary just being a straight-up kook. (laughs) I love her so much. I I wish the show was more about her right now than about these Chinese triad gangs or whatever they're doing. Uh, A lot of this series so far has basically been Danny and Colleen walking around, stumbling upon people beating up people. Uh, or people being attacked. It's pretty crazy. Uh, I don't know what Joy Meacham is up to, or why she's working with Davos. Davos is just... (laughs) the worst. Uh, I really just want more Mary, and Danny and Colleen being cute, and I don't really care about anything else that's happening right now. I guess the centerpiece fight scene for this episode was Danny and Davos fighting in Gung Lao, Oh, that's the guy from Mortal Kombat. What is Kung <laughs> Maybe. Uh, they were masked and holding on to a ribbon. <laughs> it was really funny. Uh, whenever the actors are wearing the masks, and obviously they are trained fighters, not the actual actors, uh, it's a barrier for me. I tend to tune out because I just don't feel like I'm watching my characters. I'm watching somebody else. I, I know why they're doing it, but it's just... One of the things about this
1: kind of program that makes me a little less interested. Okay, that's, cool. that's episode two. <laughs> Thanks. Pat. He, he doesn't like stunt people is what he's trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, does he doesn't like it w-
2: when it's obvious that they're yeah. stunt people. And I can get that, you know. And yeah. and I think the, the masks were more, because they took them off really fast. I think it was more of a, uh, hey, hey, look, look. It's like the yeah. comic
0: book. You're never gonna yeah, have that's you're never gonna have it. Danny wearing that out and yeah. about. So here's how we show it. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: yeah. like but, when we finally got like Luke Cage in his costume for like the split second, you know?
2: <laughs> yes, with the tiara. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um I think uh yeah, no, I, I I think we've got our our very first uh uh Danny and Colleen shipper, so you know, there it's <laughs> <of> <laughs> I think Matt's a super fan is what what I think. I think so. Yeah.
0: Um, I, we have one more email, but I've realised that I forgot an Easter egg for you guys. So I'm going to tell you now. Um, so Sam, who is the guy that's helping Colleen set up the oh, casino yeah, yeah. Thing, He was named, um, it was confirmed, um, and I don't even know if they, I don't think they even bring it up in the show, but his name is Samuel Chung. And Samuel Chung is a character who was invented by Charles Soule, who is the current writer for the Daredevil comics. And in the Daredevil comics, he is a, um, like a, a kid who invents a suit that makes him in, himself invisible. Oh. And he becomes uh, Daredevil's like, little sidekick. And his um, superhero name is Blindspot. And oh. um, he fights with uh, with Daredevil. So it's kind of cool that you have a reference to Samuel Chung. I mean, I don't think he'll be becoming Blindspot. Um, and, um, but it's just nice that they yeah. did that, that little shout-out to the current uh, run of Daredevil, which was cool.
2: That's cool. And I kind of like that Daredevil has a sidekick called Blindspot. And he goes and, invisible. Like,
0: that's <laughs> so kooky, not Yeah. And um, it becomes even more ironic later in the uh, the series run, and I'm not going to say anything more about that. But um, okay. yeah, it's quite cool. Yeah, it's it's cool. I like uh, I like Sam a lot in the um, the current comics. Well, he's not really in it that much at the moment, but yeah, in mm-hmm. his in his run, it's cool. Um, right, we have one more email from Ian. I'm going to give this to you, Nutty. If that's all right. Uh,
2: okay, hang on.
0: Uh, thanks. So it starts with again?
2: and season two is off. Wow! All right, Ian. And uh, this is so lovely. Uh, Ends off to a great start. Both episodes felt like a huge step up from last season, while still keeping the feel of the series similar to a similar degree. Mm Included when it feels the events of that are going to be just as important to Danny as the first Iron Fist season. Hopefully, Uh, maybe more so for him than for Jessica or Luke. Colleen has the beginnings of what looks like a great family plot, a family plot for her. Sorry, it looked like pilot. Uh, This is my eye. It's not your writing. She's going to have her own pilot. (laughs) Hey, let's have some Daughters of the Dragon, okay? Um, I was hoping that's where he was going. Uh, I hope it weaves into the series well. As for Mary, I think she's the bad personality, and the other one is trying to protect Danny and the others from her. Okay, okay. Mm. I think there's a bit of that. Um, You know, stay away from Danny or I'll kill them. You know, all sorts of things. Uh, Danny is more centered but still has issues with his anger. No way near as bad as he was, but he seemed to be losing control of his fists differently. Whereas before mm. he had trouble lighting it up, I kind of like that. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> now he uses it out of anger, lighting it up for the littlest of things. Yeah, you don't just pull out the iron fist like for whatever. Just for a door. Yeah, uh, he still needs to find a way to let it go. Let's cue the music. Uh, I like the flashback to Kamun. It felt like the rule that it would only end when someone yields or dies was part of the test as much of, as the fight was. And that part of the reason Danny won was that he wouldn't yield in the face of fear or death. And he was asking Davos to yield to save his life. Whereas Davos earlier in the fight was intimidating Danny to yield. And that was seen as not a worthy quality. Okay. Uh, but the real yeah. deciding. I yeah. I, I, that's a really good point. I like that a lot, Ian. Uh, but the real deciding factor was Davos's father trying to protect his son, but Davos took it as Danny being favored over him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and I really do love seeing Ward again. I can't wait to see what he does this season. Yes. Oh, I love Ward. Ward is amazing. <laughs> He's just the best. <laughs> uh. Um...
0: Yeah, thank you, Ian. Yeah. That was great. Thank you, everyone, for the feedback. I was overwhelmed and moved by the amount of feedback (laughs) for this week. You guys seriously are awesome. Thank you so much.
2: I'm actually Um, surprised at the amount of feedback you got because, like, I was even struggling. Because it's Iron Fist. Yeah, Yeah. because it's Iron Fist. And I was struggling to send it in for Luke Cage because I was so behind on Mm -hmm. watching Luke Cage that I wasn't, like, I finished watching Luke Cage after you guys finish this, the podcast, so it was mm-hmm. it was it was tricky for me. I think the problem is uh, when the series are being released. Yeah, you know uh, September is a really good time to you know people are back to work, back to school, they're ready to watch TV again. Uh, but releasing something in the spring uh, probably had a lot to do with your lack of feedback.
0: Yeah, yeah. in the summer when everyone's yeah. on holiday and you know people go on vacation and stuff. I know that yeah I was problems. I was um, surprised because I was I thought well it's iron fist we won't get much feedback I was really pleased that we did get a lot it's yeah. great I hope you like really appreciate it I hope you guys send feedback you know for the next few weeks we'd love to hear what everyone sort of thinks um, coming up yeah. and particularly as we're only covering this over five weeks um, as opposed to the usual sort of longer time period that would be really cool yeah Uh Right. Well, that was it for this week. We have run over, but that's because I gave you a quiz beforehand. Yes. um, (laughs) Which I had to do to test you to see if you were worthy or not.
2: (laughs) We were worthy. We didn't (laughs) yield, but she yielded for us. Yeah, really. I did. (laughs) Thanks, Dad.
0: (laughs) You're welcome, son. (laughs) Uh, Nutty, thank you so much for coming on for this week. Oh, thank um, you for having me, and
2: I hope you come back for Daredevil season three whenever it shall be released. You know I will. You know I will. I am. I am. Awesome. I'm bought into this entire uh, adventure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this universe. Yes. Yeah, so, well, I. You know. I. I don't have television, so I'm not watching all. You know, cloak and dagger and all of the other things. But I really enjoy the way that they're releasing this because they're doing it as the defenders, and the idea is that they are going to. Uh, connect with each other and it not just a loose connection you know they're actually going Mm -hmm. to influence one another and and that's like so comic book Mm -hmm. because that's what happens happens. to
0: characters in one that affects the others yeah exactly
2: and so i love it anyway so i'm in awesome is my point (laughs) nutty pimp your stuff Ah, yes. Well, you can find the Nutty Bites podcast at org, And at the Nutty Bites podcast, we talk about the awesome things uh, that are part of geek life. Uh, we just did an episode of cartoons then versus now. And uh, if you're looking for something to watch, maybe particularly that's streaming on Netflix, uh, you can listen to uh, the 31 episodes that I recorded they're about five minutes long uh, <laughs> called Dinner in a Movie that I did during the month of August for the Dog Days of Podcasting. Oh, great. And, yeah. uh, you know, there's really, there really is something for everyone in there. It's not just uh, specfic. There's other things in there. And uh, maybe I'll make you hungry by talking about food, too.
0: <laughs> Always. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's uh, nimlas.org and I am i m l a s. dot org. Awesome.
0: Thanks, Nettie. Thank you. Uh, Tammy, what have you been up to since we were last?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, just a couple hours ago, we recorded another uh, fashion cast. We are in season five of Quantum Leap, and it is... And things are wacky. (laughs) uh, Bonkers. (laughs) Mind-blowingly crazy, so...
0: (laughs) And uh, we might have something, uh, another project in the future, Tammy, involving some reactionary sass?
1: Possibly. I mean, you know, we Mm. are sassy. And we are reactionary. Yes, we are, we are so, sassy folk. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we have that. But that won't—that'll be released. What? We won't be done with Quantum Leap until like January. So
0: for we a got while, a, yeah. We got some yeah. time. Yeah, cool. Uh, Nutty, you get to take us out with an Excelsior for being the guest.
2: Excelsior. <laughs>
0: oh. <You laughs> like anyone? it. <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> 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 Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash DefendersPodcast or on Twitter at DefendersPod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 unported international licence. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it, and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!